met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Realms Roundtable. I'm one of your hosts, generally. Uh, my co-host, the Texasist, is in attendance. Um, <laughs> okay. We have just had the privilege of having Jordan back on with us. Alan Jordan. How's <coughs> 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 that? Well, standing coffin corner. Oh man, the CBD stick, the fucking, the fucking weed. Oh, is that what you want, mate? <laughs> uh, I did it at the wrong time. <laughs> you alright? Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? Doing good, doing good. Sound like doing better than you. <laughs> man, I tell you, man, man, and I hate to get, you know, strangled like that, you know, like I'm a, uh, you know, drinking water or something, you know, have to go down the wrong way and you think you're going to die, you know. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That hurts. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, man. So, uh, what have you been up to yet, Jordan? Uh, right now, I am at um, my FTX training, which is field training exercises. <laughs> I'm a part of a militia. So, <coughs> So I'm coming been, to you guys uh, live from my truck. <laughs> what well, um, have you been researching at the minute? Anything specific? Um, or? Uh, man, I, I haven't. Um, I haven't. Uh, I, I I mean, I, I, like, honestly, I think I'm just trying to, you know, keep up with shadow work. At this point in my journey right now, is it's like... Um, I was talking to a chick and, and I'm still, I'm still talking to her, but, uh, I, I just realized how far off my game, like <laughs> even just talking to that chick got me at one point. So it was just like, it's like, wow, I really still have more shadow work to do and, and kind of more even healing to do and things like that so that I can, you know, make sure that I'm actually living as, you know, not like I'm perfecting myself. I know I'll never be perfect, but I, you know, the whole point of the journey is to, you know, you know, try and try and, and get to, as you know, the, the highest heights that you can possibly reach. So interesting. Um, interesting. How, how long does it, um, have you been doing that for me? Or? Um, I can say really, really strong, strongly, uh, probably for the past. Like once the really once the pandemic started and everything like yeah. that, like um, something happened. There was a shift. There was definitely a shift. We we definitely had a few um, 
different changes in the um in like the atmosphere or whatever they were talking about us going into five D consciousness or whatever. Like I know there were shifts in the planetary and the planets and stuff like that and the vibrations and everything, but like uh and at the at the beginning of the pandemic pretty much like to twenty nineteen, kinda around there, I got into all this kind of stuff real heavy real heavy because I started and I also started to microdose mushrooms pretty much like almost every day. like those like like the the micro dosing of the mushrooms every day and the um and and your legend connection your legend (laughs) 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 now he's shooting next to you bro like next to you and your awesome shows bro like you're fucking killing the game right now seriously um yeah 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 absolutely it's true it's straight up straight up truth bro going in so um, so um, um, you say that you're doing uh, uh, your shadow work. Is that young? Uh, uh, you know, Carl Young. Is that the shadow work you're doing? Uh, I mean, well, if if Mr. Young was speaking of just doing, <clears throat> doing actively doing meditation, looking inside of the self, uh, you know, looking look pretty much turning your consciousness to towards the inside and and. And cleansing yourself of your demons or getting things off the shelf that you don't, that are not there to serve you, um, to help you become your highest, you know, vibrating frequency self. Uh, any, any action that, that, that resonates with you slowing down and, and turning the eyes inward and turning the throat chakra inwards and turning right. your energy inwards and casting out the darkness. And, well, and, Young, um, this, this, uh, you know, this is just something I'm going to say. I mean, and, and if it helps you, great. If it doesn't, then just put it in file 13. But Young, um, uh, you know, called, called the, our, our un, um, our un, uh, you know, conscious, um, uh, you know, want, desires and everything. He called that the, uh, shadow. And, uh, the, uh, your shadow self. And, uh, and, uh, he said that it was basically, uh, you know, that it, uh, you know, even the, uh, you know, bad things, you know, uh, it's, it's that, that, that we press down, that we repress, that we ignore. And he said that, 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 um, that where most people make, make the mistake is that they, uh, you know, believe that, they can um they can get rid of the uh quote unquote evil or the darkness and he said he said no he said said that 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 won't work because he said it's part of you so you know that you know darkness that you know shadow is part of you and he says as long as you're trying to destroy it or as long as you're trying to get rid of it It'll never work. He says you have to integrate it into the self. And 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 his quote is 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 to make the unconscious conscious. He said is is the great work, you know, is the so so that's um that's uh you know one thing that um uh, it's uh you know just like uh you know younger guys, you know, they or Hell, I mean, you know, women for that part. They asked me, said, you know, how how can I eradicate fear from my life? And I'm like, 
that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? But it's it's BS, you know. Anybody that says, yeah, you can reach a point to where you're never afraid of anything ever again, they're lying to you. You know, it's like you can never get rid of that fear. You can make it work for you instead of against you, and that's the, you know. But as far as getting rid of it, no. No, you're not going to. I mean, you you learn to to um, use it to propel you, to push you, to empower you instead of, you know, weakening you. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I've just been sending this invite. Sorry to interrupt you, lads, but this is, uh, it's fucking weird, this, man. I've just been sending this out, as you know, and I have now got a notification from Twitter Fucking hell, man, this is crazy, this. Let me read it so I can get exactly up. Invite people. Direct message. Right. Uh, next. Right. The action was flagged as suspicious. Fucking hell. They really don't like me. <laughs> I'm trying to silence me, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know who's even on the call. Can you see who's in, in our text? I think there's somebody else on the call who hopped in the call too. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, is that you? It's muted. It says it says there's just two. Uh, there's there's just three. Okay, it says Joden. Okay, all right. And then, uh, no, yeah, uh, um, well, well, wait, 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 wait. It says four. It says four here, but there's only. Hello, there um, we go. There we go. It says live Oh yo, oh yo, Blade. Yo, yo, what's up? Uh, is that you, Blade? Yeah, no, that's me. Oh god, god. So, sorry, my mic's been on mute. Uh, we know we've been trying to tell you. It's like, it's like I don't know, we were speaking Chinese or something. I was cracking up. I was cracking up. <laughs> oh, cool, as long as you're in it. Uh, it was it was his microphone muted. Um, you hear it? <laughs> first time on Scott since like 2010, eh? So. <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah, I think you don't even need a Skype account, you know. I, I, you can just like click on that link. It's going to take you on. So I got that wrong. Apologies. Oh, mate. No um, uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, it's a pleasure having you on, mate. I've been looking forward to it for a while. Um, is it is it Jordan? Is that his say your name? I'm Jordan. Jordan, sorry, bro. Um, we were talking bro. about shadow work there. Uh, would that be like something from your past and like you never really yeah. think about it, and then, and yeah, then you bring bro, it up, like... it sort of like like releases like a big like weight off your chest. Is that like what shadow work is? Yeah, so when we're talking about like manifestation and, and setting your intentions, like it, it 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 becomes a lot harder when you haven't when you have a lot of blockages in the way, like mm-hmm. when you have like past like um, traumas, like very like like for instance, like a lot of the a lot of a lot of men in uh, America are circumcised, um, so that's a that's a heavy <laughs> heavy heavy trauma on a baby. At a, at, a, at, a, at a very yeah like their souls pop in and out of their body like, it's it, it's fucking wild 
Um, so like, there's a lot of people walking around with this, with this, with this fear-based trauma that's been pretty much, you know, pushed into them at a very early age. And like, there's, and there's not to mention the school system, the, the, the food, the, the, the way of life in general in this, in this realm, in this, on this, on this prison planet. Like, um, uh, if you don't pretty, pretty much, if you don't go back and, and like acknowledge these things and heal yourself from mm -hmm. that, from that trauma-based mind control, which was very clearly put out here by the Tavistock Institute, BlackRock, Tavistock, you know, like, like all of these different organizations that were put here to, to control you, it mm -hmm. like, it, and turn you into a dumb kind of aggressive, aggressive slave. I'm sorry. Henry Ford like just wanted good workers, you know. Oh, oh, uh, Rockefeller. I mean, well, both of them. They, they, they both yeah. work together. Like, um, even when it came down to like um, Napoleon, like Napoleon, uh, got a bunch of soldiers to switch sides during like one of the French revolutions or some shit like that. And at the end of the th at the end of the war, they figured out that the soldiers were too smart, that they were too uh, consciously aware. So that's when Rockefeller also went over there and they, they, they brought back a lot. They, 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 they fucked up pretty much like the education system because they realized that soldiers who were put in place by rich people to go fucking die were too smart. So, um, if you don't, if you don't do your shadow work, you're gonna be an asshole. You're gonna be an undeveloped mm -hmm. diamond. You'll be, you're, you're still a duck because a human is a diamond. A soul is a, is a, is a very extremely beautiful thing, but it needs to be carved and, like it needs to be molded um, mm. while we're at least while we're here in this consciousness in this realm. I think I've done some shadow work on accident one like a while ago. Like it was like a I'd never really thought about like actions of like had in my like upbringing like you know things that have happened. And then when I was telling mm -hmm. my wife, like, yeah. it just it just felt like a big weight was like lifted off my chest. There, like exactly, you acknowledged yeah, like, it. I just like, you... I was uncontrollably crying. Like, yeah. holy shit, I never realized, like, this, all this had happened. Like, it was just, like, built up, you know what I mean? Right, Crazy. right, exactly. It's energy. Yeah, like, energy can't be destroyed. It only it only transfers. So, like, and, and it, like, if you look into Eastern traditions and medicine, like, that's where chi comes in and understanding joints and pressure points and all these other, like, stress. If you don't leave it, like, if you don't release that energy through meditation, through understanding it like like moving it uh it, it, you know all that shit builds up in 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 your face like like if you and think about it like like and i i really have a theory that like people who are fucking assholes have fucked up faces people who who carry around fucked up energy have ugly faces <laughs> yeah. they Look have the fucked up the little fucking eyes horrible weirdness like mm, like, it, like when, when you see a smug bitch on the street it's just like it's like wow you see she's really got the face she's, that lady looks like smug as fuck like i mean it's like because she's been smug for so long that her face is stuck like that <laughs> like the wind changed <laughs> yeah 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 um Healing, you gotta, you just gotta heal, bro. And the more you let that energy go, the more you heal from from uh, those those past traumas, the the more powerful of a of a, of a I would say a magic user that you'll be, because that's what energy is. It's like that's what electricity is flowing through your house is magic. So, like the 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 stronger you'll be when you don't have blockages in the way, old traumas, then you can set your intentions and they'll they'll hit the target a lot easier.
and then it can't be used against you then, you know, or the devil exactly. can't use that. Say, ha ha, you know. Low no, frequency beings won't be able to use that fear against you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All fascinating stuff, actually, it really is. Um, is this what you was, you mentioned to me uh, a bit back, uh, Blade? And you was, um, you was looking into researching something? Uh, no, fuck, this was ages ago, Blade. Ah, oh, right, right, okay. Well, like, it just sort of happened, like, we, we had a sevens tournament in Spain, and, uh, like me and my mate, we, we've known each other since we were five years old. Anyway, we, we sort of run each, run into each other in the, like in the men's room. We were at this, um, pool party. And, uh, like, pool party, all you wear is your, like your swimming shorts. So, me and my mate, we're, we're, but we're from New Zealand, so we've got like a lot of, uh, moldy tattoos. And we both walked yeah. into the toilet. Oh, like Polynesian. Is that like Polynesian stuff, like? Yeah, we're like cousins, yeah, yeah. From the Pacific, yeah. Uh, so there's this English dude, one of your cousins, Lee. Um, he was oh. at the urinal. <laughs> you know, he looked at both of us and he just, <laughs> he just said to us, he's like, those are the stupidest looking tattoos I've ever seen. And then my mate just looked at each other and he just fucking dropped them in, like, smacked this dude into the urinal. And like, to me, like, cause I've sort of grown up around like things like that, it was quite funny. And, uh, so anyway, I ended up, um, getting back to Scotland and I was telling my missus, well, she's now my wife. I told her what ha- what had happened and how Monty, my mate, smacked this dude into the ear and hooked. And I just started like playing into him. And she like looked at me with a disgusted look on her face and she was like, that is terrible. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like laughing about it. Eh? Like, that is disgusting. You shouldn't be doing that. I was like, oh shit, it actually is. I was like, fuck, that's terrible. And then mm-hmm. I just started thinking of all the like violent events like, through my childhood and like growing up, and I was just I fucking broke down. It like it just all this pain had just like come out of me like released. And like I was like, like I said, I was uncontrollably crying. And then yeah, by the end of it, yeah. it was like a massive weight had been lifted off my chest, and I was like, yeah, it was like like yeah, something yeah. had built up, and then like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it released was. it, and mm-hmm. crazy, but, you know, like. A lot of my friends back home, they'll probably still think it's funny, like, just because that's sort of the, the way we've been, you know, our upbringing has been. It's kind of yeah. normal. Like, oh, that ain't yeah. normal at all. Like, no kid should be put through things like that, or, you know, young kids. It's really great to get used to. Mm. Like, I, I will, I, I can, I can relate. I know firsthand, yeah. um, and it is fucking wrong. That's why I would never. But I fucking raise my hand to my daughter, mm-hmm. never, because it's fucking wrong. I don't give a shit what anybody says. That's the way you have to good. learn, eh? Like, you, you know, to be better than that, you know, because you've healed from yeah. that, and, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's just it's, the older generation, eh? It's, they can't feel brought up different, yeah. Yeah, it's wrong, mate. Um, oh, it is. No kids well, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, more and more stories. I mean, this is like every day now. I mean, on uh, your, uh, your smart news that I read, uh, it's like, uh, you know, there's all different, you know, media and everything, you know, but every day there's, there's a new, uh, new story about, um, about a, uh, you know, uh, uh, your father or, you know, mother or both that, uh, you know, torture their children or they murder them or they rape them. I mean, like, ungodly, un just sickening. 
uh, you know, torture and, and just, I mean, cruel, uh, beyond cruel. And it's like, what in the hell is going on? I mean, this is, this is not normal. I mean, used to, I mean, you know, you might hear that shit like, you know, once, uh, uh, you know, twice a year or something like that. But now it's like every day. And, uh, ugh. I think we're seeing a lot of like a lot of activity now with a lot of fucked up stuff because the spirit of that bro like there's there's like we're going we're, we're going into a full on regime change here. We're going into a full on new world order. Everything with these vaccines from to everything with Russia, to everything that's possibly about to happen with China to like like we're about to see some 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 fucking um some pretty some pretty intense stuff, and I'm sorry, I kind of just lost my train of thought. Train of thought there, I'm pretty fucking big. But um, oh, but you know me, I mean, spirit of this world's coming out, bro. Like it's 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 just becoming more blatant. We're going through an apocalypse, a veil dropping. Like, and it's like the evil is just kind of like. Like the, the 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 whatever these these fucked up people are just kind of like laying laying out their cards, man. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, veil dropping, which would be uh, revelation. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, but veil worship? Did you say that, mate? Uh, veil dropping. Veil dropping. Right. Okay. But uh, you know me. I mean, I I uh, you know would you know never uh, you know take. Uh, uh, pleasure in, you know, torturing somebody or, you know, murdering someone, but, but, send me these, you know, send me these assholes that torture children or, or, hell, I mean, even torture, you know, friggin' animals for that part. And I guarantee you, I could, I could be the most, they would be praying that the devil himself would come and torture them because I swear <laughs> to God, I would have no mercy whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, really, because the shit that I've read about the I don't know last two weeks is like, my God, you know what in the fuck? Why are these people still breathing? Yeah, uh, like you know uh, they've confessed this shit. You know, it's like well we have to have our trial and we have to convict. They confessed. I mean, my God, what else do you need? Just get a they, slip on the roof. They've. They've, you know, drawn pictures, they've got photographs, they've got video of them doing it. They said they did it, you know? Like, my God. Oh, is that, that uh, Hunter Biden? Is that what he's been up to? You said Mr. Biden? Yeah, his son, you know. That, uh, oh, Hunter, oh, yeah, yeah, Hunter, Hunter Biden. Bro, all <laughs> that shit's fucking fucked. Well, 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 and that might be the truth. I mean, it might be, you know, but. Until until I saw it, until I see the video or you know whatever, I'm man, you know really. I mean, come on. Yeah. We can video now. It's they, like, how do I believe that? Uh, Even with the video now, what? it's like how can I believe that? You know, like things you see on the news will you know pop up right, on the news right. feed. This, like, this 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 uh, you know supposed uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know, film that was found on Anthony Weiner's, which, man, that name, uh, oh my God, you know, the dude is like a pedophile. His last name is Weiner. It's like, 
Okay. All right. Anthony Weiner. And the dude's face, you want to talk about faces? The dude, his name should be Richard Edward because he is a literal dickhead. I mean, look at him. The dude looks like he has, like they transplanted a, a dick onto his face, you know. And, but, uh, yeah, creepy as hell. I mean, ugh, I'm not even going to talk about the nightmares I've had. But anyway, um, he on, on his laptop or some laptop supposedly was this frazzle gate oh, yeah. of this, of, of Hillary Clinton and his wife, Uma, uh, 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 Bean or whatever. And for the most part, <laughs> Uma is, I mean, she, she's good looking. I mean, she's, um, my wife is, uh, you know, Middle Eastern. Hey, she's Middle Eastern. She's hot, you know, I mean, and I look at him and I'm going, how in the hell did you, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. But anyway, um, they supposedly have this video and stop and think about this. Okay. <laughs> This is not funny, by the way. It's just, you know, funny how, how, how this was put out there. Is they said that Hillary Clinton and her aide, Uma, I mean, whatever her name is, that they took this little girl, I don't know, she's like eight or whatever, you know, in the you know, narrative, and they, they drugged her and then they cut her face off. What? And wore her face, you know, put her face on their faces and sexually abused. And then they killed her, you know. And they said that there were seasoned New York detectives that that watched the video and said they were puking and they were passing out and stuff, you know. And they're they're currently in therapy for for the uh, you know, for blowing their minds up, you know, with this horrible, you know, thing. But the thing is, is to this day, there has never been one screenshot mm. of this, this supposed video that showing Hillary Clinton or her aide doing any of this shit. And I tell you, it is, it is the magic. It's like black magic. That's the definition of black magic is consider this. None of that shit happens. Okay. I'm just saying consider it. It might have, but I'm saying just consider, just go with me on this and you that are listening, go with me on this. Suppose that it never happens at all, but it does happen. It did happen and it continues to happen because whether it happened or not, it happens in your mind when you hear about it. <laughs> and, and it's planted in your mind. So that's why that you see all these people, they don't have proof of shit. They don't have evidence of anything, but they're like, okay, so why are you out here protesting? Well, because so and so, uh, they're innocent, you know, and they've been. Uh, they've been accosted, they've been besmirched, they've been, you know, it's like, okay, but where's the evidence? Well, um, uh, you know, there is no evidence. And it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing out here then? Be because they've been had. 
been hypnotized. They've been brainwashed. And it's pretty easy to do. The way they do it is the way it's done is is to inject or present a highly uh, or to present information that is going to elicit a highly emotional response. Now, how do you do that? By using the most innocent thing on earth, children. Oh, and I'm not saying that just a lot. I'm, I'm not saying that, that, that it doesn't go on, but I'm saying watch yourself because before you know it, you'll be wanting to, you know, chop somebody into pieces and they ain't done a damn thing. It's like, you know, man, it's, it is crazy, but all this, you know, pedophilia and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of it going around, but if you really want to fuck somebody's life up, you just, you just, um, say that they're a pedophile. Or I've, oh, yeah, I've yeah. had, uh, I've, I've had, uh, you know, friends or I've not friends, but I've known people that were so fucking evil that they would tell their kids to lie and say that, that their granddad or, you know, somebody they were pissed off at had molested them. And holy shit, you would not believe, you know, I mean, man, that is, that is, People as hell, and I mean, I feel really sorry for anybody that goes through that because it's hard. It's hard to shake that. And, and you know, and, you, and, and this, you will never overcome that. You will always no. be pointed at, looked at yeah. as a fucking pedophile. Yeah, and, and you know, as well, right? It's like uh, in the same nonsense. You've got those people who have done it and get away with it. Right. But shit, uh, well, you know, this shouldn't the, be in society. Um, which it's is a lot, lot of people because the system is it's set a up. It's a lot, it's John, it's a lot, yeah. The system is set up to like, you like to where you go to jail forever if you have a couple ounces of weed or fucking some shit mm-hmm. like that, but, yeah. or some coke. Yeah. But like, if you, if you do some shit like that to the kids, like, you, you get like a few, you don't get that long, bro. Unless you really get killed in prison or some shit happens in prison, you don't really get like like life. Mm-hmm. Just Especially if you're connected, if you're connected to in society. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially if you're connected, or or if you're rich, you know. Yeah. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Like Jeffrey Epstein. You're not gonna tell me that that both of those cameras just happened to go out when he died. I mean, come on. Did he die? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, like exactly. that's yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. I I truthfully believe know. that they went in there, they took him out, and he's still alive today, and he's never going to show his face ever again because if he does, he's he's really dead. But yeah, there's, a I, there's a possibility. I yeah, I have I have more uh, you know photos of Jeffrey Epstein. I was a um, was a uh, funeral director in Balmer for 20 years. Uh, so so I, so so I went online and I uh, went to certain places, you know, and got these uh, you know pictures of Jeffrey Epstein, you know, on the slab, you know, on the whatever. And the weird thing is, is is you learn being an 
embalmer to, you know, look at certain things, you know, and everything like ears, um, uh, the uh, your structural, uh, you know, the uh, like a person's ear structure is like a fingerprint. It doesn't change. On Jeffrey Epstein, it does. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Ear yeah. structure is completely changed. And um, it's like hairline is not in the same place. And it's like, damn, did they did they do this on that? You know? Swap them. Hey, Lee. Yes, mate? Yeah, I, I got to jump out. I got to finish setting up for FTX, bro. All right, okay. No, no problem. No problem. Uh, really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, Twice in one day. <laughs> Believe I appreciate me, you I, having I, me, bro. Yeah, uh, if you uh, if you've got if we're still on later and you you know you at least end, you're more than welcome to jump on. You know that. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. No problem, mate. Um, I will speak to you soon, Jordan. All right, <laughs> later, you guys. Sorry, bro. Later, right. Jordan. Have a nice night, mate. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it is. His quality is sound, Jordan. It really is. He's, uh, I always have fucking top conversation whenever we do a show. Sounds like it. Yeah, he is, mate, he is. Should I have, have him up on, uh, he's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, uh, Skype as well. Skype, or Skype, we're on Skype. Uh, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I mean, you, you text knows a bit about uh, shadow work, don't you, mate? Meditation mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, like um, like Carl Young is prob- probably the uh, best. I mean, he's 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 the one that coined the phrase, you know, shadow, uh, the uh, uh, shadow self, which is what what he uh, you know termed the our um un, un unconscious desires and wants uh that that we have that our conscious mind has repressed and basically uh you covered up you know and he said that 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 uh you shadow work you know people uh, uh you know they say well i'm going to destroy the dark part and he said you can't just like um uh, jordan said you can't you cannot destroy energy. You have to you have to redirect it and or transform it. And that's what Young said. You know, he said you have to integrate that dark part into the whole. He says, which is um, he he said because the dark part's part of you. Sounds like a nice fever. I was playing some music for someone. Could have sold it. Is that, uh, is, something, is that a bit of interference in back? It's good now. What was it, that? Hello. Hello. Hey, hey. hey. Uh, what was that noise then? Was that just something in the background? Uh, I'm sorry, that was me. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, mate, no problem. Uh, yeah, is he say uh, text Carl Young? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, um, no. I, I, 
Are you familiar with Carl Jung, Blake? Uh, I've not read anything, but he's in my uh, to-do list or like wish list. Thing. Is it the Red Book? Is that what he's got? Yes, the Red Book. Yeah, is what one, one that's the one I, I started. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's deep. That is very deep. Very good too. Like like the best. I mean But one thing about the uh you know shadow work according to Young is it takes time, it takes uh, you know, I mean you have to be really dedicated because it's and it's not pleasant, you know. I mean like, you know, you have to face uh, you know, everything in you that you don't like, you know, and it, but, but it pays off. I mean, it really does. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever complete it or was it just an ongoing process? Well, really, I mean, it would be, um, uh, you know, people that are, really really advanced i mean i i I don't think that they would say you know that i've arrived or you know they you know completed everything it's a lifelong uh process but they're they're a lot they're a lot a lot better than they were when they started you know i mean it's uh but um but as as uh far as enlightenment um that's a different well that's along the same lines as you know this but it's a it's it's a different process but so many people you know think that enlightenment once they're enlightened that that you know everything changes and it's like you know buddha said he said before you're enlightened he says you wash the dishes <coughs> and you do your laundry after you're enlightened, you wash the dishes and you do your laundry. It's like <laughs> life goes on. You know, you're not going to levitate from room to room, you know, instead of walking. I mean, it's, uh, you know, people have, have these expect, you know, they think once they're enlightened, everything's going to just, you know, they're, that they're going to be gods or whatever. And it's like, that's not what it is. Have you read the book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari? Things things are still going to come at at you in life, but you're going to react to them differently. That's what enlightenment is. Yeah. Mm. Tex, what was that? Uh, sorry, Blake. What was that book called again? Um, the monk who sold his Ferrari. Have you, yeah. Have you? Have you, are you familiar with that book, uh, Tex? No. All right. What is Probably that one about, Blake? Uh, it's just about this. Uh, he's like a top shot lawyer um, from the states, and he. He's got all this money and like he's real successful, but he's like his health is deteriorating, and he's like he's almost depressed. Eh? And he ends up leaving, but one day he just leaves and he ends up becoming like a monk. And then he comes back and he sees his like, old workmates and they don't even recognise who he is. And he's like, it's like he's regressed twenty years and he's like happy, healthy, just has a different outlook on life, and he's got nothing. Like it's mm-hmm. a good story. Well, it's like, uh, you know, like, a, like a, you know, right now, I mean, if I was to ask you and um, 
please ask uh, you know you two who who are you what what would you say um it's a tough one. Well, uh, how I would I've say ever evolving. That's what it would be. I think you can choose from king, warrior, magician, and lover. Oh shit! Is this one Skyrim? No, nah, well, right. that I, I um. Is that, is that Juan who just spoke? Yeah, that's me. Don't like it. Oh, uh, nice work, Dex. Juan's in on the call now. Hey, hey, Juan. Uh, Juan, uh, we've also got uh, one of my mates, Blade. He's on on the call as well, so uh, Jordan's just left. He's had to go. He's on some training, so uh, yeah. uh, Continue. Sorry to interrupt. Just introducing Blade. It's um, it's, um, uh, just that uh, most people don't say, well, my name is, and I'm like, no, that's the name you were given when you were born. Who are you? And they're like, well, I'm I'm a banker or I'm a chef. Or I'm, no, that's your occupation. Who are you? And they're like, you know, and they just keep on. Well, well, I have this, you know, I have this much money. No, that's not you. I mean, and the sad part is, is is we've heard, you know, throughout history, the phrase know thyself know yourself you know and hardly anybody does i mean uh you know nowadays it's like it's like you know they're wanting to meet everybody else get to know everybody else but they don't even know themselves so how can they possibly know anybody else which is why that that was such a main point to know thyself because until you do, you can't possibly know anybody else. Okay, Tix, who are you, mate? Am I just what you said? An ever-evolving spirit. I mean, yeah. Ever-evolving. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Kabbalists of, of old, they used to say that you have to to wait until you're 40 to really do anything special. And right. that, that's why, because you need to know yourself. Before you even study Kabbalah, mm-hmm. you have to be 40 as far as Judaism. Mainly because they, uh, you, uh, you say that, that the uh, your tenets are that a man must be 40, at least 40 years old he must be married. He must have children, and um, must 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 be of a sound mind, because it it is such heavy, deep knowledge that uh, you know someone lesser could uh, you know they couldn't handle it. It would would be too much for them. And um, you can uh, you know you can read online where where there are um, there are mental hospitals in Israel that they say that, that a lot of their patients are those that studied the Kabbalah and basically lost their lost touch with the reality, you know. Yeah. 
sort of you, know, you can't walk around with too much power when you're too you know when you're too young like you haven't been you haven't lived through the world you, you haven't yeah yeah for sure mate that's a spot on that place uh, yeah so I can understand that I mean uh, that it's a good thing about about doing shows like this where um, everybody gets to meet each other and, and we get to know a little bit about each other as well and, and what what we're currently um, researching because everybody's got uh, everybody's got their own path I guess mm-hmm. and uh, I mean you know I, I, I listen to anything mate and I'm into everything Yeah. 
I'll send I'll what send they you think, um, uh, you know what they say is that 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 it uh, you know predates this uh, you know current cycle, which is um, uh, you know current cycle of mankind, which would be basically saying predating Adam and Eve um, to the there um, there have been uh, you know five. Just send, send you a message on Twitter, Blade. Seriously. No problem, mate. There have have, uh, been five previous cycles where where there's been, um, I guess you could say, like a reset, you know, Mm -hmm. where the world, where the, there was a cataclysm that wiped out, you know, life on Earth or whatever. And, um, and we're currently in the sixth, you know, cycle. Most most of the time, it's been like a like a comet, you know, hitting the Earth or um, something something like that that just you know really destroyed everything. Uh, but you can look it up as far as the um, um, let's see, what do they call it? Um, um, there is a book about it, the Holy Blood, Holy Grail. Yeah. Planetary cataclysm and, uh, you know, the five that have, you know, happened. And, um, it's very, very telling. Now, one thing about this, this, this place that I'm talking about, Renly Chateau, right now, it's, it's a very small, small, uh, you know, hamlet, just a little village of less than 10 people. At one time, it was called Red A, and it was the uh, the headquarters of the Knights Templar, with a population of about thirty thousand people, and it was also the the um, where the Merovingian kings lived, where they resided, and um, so so it's a pretty important place. But now, like I said, it's, it's just a just a tiny village, but the uh, town itself, and then all of the you know surrounding land or water, it's just it's it's really just never ending with the uh, you know things that you find there. The um, it's quite something. That's crazy, man. It is, it is crazy. And um, in in uh, World War II, um, uh, you know, Hitler sent his, uh, you know, SS to, to uh, Renly Chateau, and they went through. They went under the the uh, you know village. They they went into the mountains, into the mines, and uh, tunneled through and everything. And they were supposedly looking for the Holy Grail, but it's not a cup. You know, it's not what, you know, people think the Holy Grail is, was either, you know, documents or um, actual bodies, actual physical bodies, uh, proving that um, Jesus, uh, you know, didn't die on the cross, but but was brought to France or, you know, something like that, like a bloodline lineage. Are you a religious blade, if you don't mind us asking? 
Um, no, I'm not religious, eh? But not religious. Like, I, I like to listen to each side of the story, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? It mm-hmm. really is. Uh, I would say I'm spiritual, but I don't follow religion. Right. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> what about you, Lee? Are you religious? No, I'm not at all, mate. Not at all. Um, I, I've not got a problem with anybody who's religious because um, yeah. I, I, I really I think it is fascinating. But I think it's what makes not, you a better person. Then go for it. Like. Yeah, I mean it's each to their own, isn't it? Um, I just to, in my 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 own, and this is my own opinion. Uh, I think it is. I'm going to word this without offending anybody. Um, this is my my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I think it, it's borderline cultish. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, again, uh, I've not got a problem with anybody at all. Uh, it's just that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, Some, I think, it definitely uh, can be. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's definitely. almost to a point where it's brainwashed. It's like that's that's what I mean. That's, understanding that's what, what you're preaching. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm trying. That's what I've, I should have said then. But yeah, yeah. brainwashing cultish. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, well, it's it's like colonization, isn't it? It's like they force these religions onto like native people, and then the native people end up just going with it just because that's what they've been told. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like as if it's the norm, mm-hmm. and that, that's why why they they, uh, they. But, but I think lately, I think there's been um, pushing heavy on on religion lately. I think. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Is and, um, it's getting promoted, or it's getting like yeah, so negative, I think, I think, negative uh, feedback. Well, I, I don't think I, I'm not saying it's negative. To me, it, it, it is negative because I'm not religious. Um, but well, well, it's it it is negative because religion is um, uh, you know comes from the word from the Latin word relegare, which means to hold back, to restrain. So. That's what religion does is it holds you back from truth, from spirituality, where religion seeks to control, to control oh, you to where spirituality is all about freedom. That's why that, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, in the Bible, when it says, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, came and preached and, you know, said, said, um, uh, basically he, he, uh, said, you don't need a middle man. You don't need these, these, you know, priests that, yeah. that, you know, walk around these flowing robes and they want the best seats. And, you know, he, he was saying, they don't give a damn about God. They don't give a damn about spirituality. They want power. They want to control everybody. He said, mm-hmm. I'm not about that. He says, I've, I've, I've come to give you life and to give you life more abundantly, you know. To free you from this, you know, and you, that's why that they said, okay, this guy has to go, you know. If I may interject, uh, real quick, uh, religion comes from the Latin religo, which means to right. bind together. It became a, an object of control. 
but it was meant at the beginning to unite people with God. Right, and then it was hijacked. Yeah. It's what was used to hijack spirituality, and now there's people that say, are you religious, meaning to ask, are you spiritual? Where religion and spirituality are are different, vastly different. Religion is 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 the um, is the control system. Spirituality is uh, you know freedom. You're free to do what you want. Uh, you know, free to walk your own path. But in religion, the path's already made. You just have to follow it. Yeah. And yeah. That's how we got into this mess in the first place, just following blindly without asking questions. That's right. That's right, because we were born we were born into sin, which that that one phrase, born into sin, people are like, Yeah, we were born guilty. No, that's not what that means. It means you were born with 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 your ego first and foremost over your spirit. And that's all that that means. And if you think about it, from the day you were born, what has been, you know, what have you been taught to feed your ego? To feed your ego, yeah. Um, to make money, to climb the ladder and, uh, you know, be you know, famous and, you know, this and that. And uh, it, it is... Yeah, it's that that is why that there was all the uh the uh, you know, crusades, why that the library and Alexandria was burned to the ground because they they were teaching that you don't need a church, you don't need religion to to um access the divine. You just need yourself you know you don't need a middleman you don't need a priest or whatever and i mean to this day religion and politics have caused more bloodshed and more death than anything on earth yeah it's true but it's like uh, after listening to the cult rejects shout out to those boys um yes. I, just see, I just see satan worship everywhere it's like right in front of you it's like like, is this really the devil or Satan's, like, round? Like, it must be, from what I see. It's like... Yeah. So I don't blame people for, for believing in God and worshipping God because I would rather do that than, you know, what you're blindly like, taking part in, like, fucking Hollywood and all that bullshit. It's like... Mm-hmm. Well, well, too, it's... it's, um, it's uh, I mean, people think that that, uh, you know, they uh, have, the, have the wrong idea. They've been taught, they've been brainwashed to, uh, you know, that there is is this evil entity that is out to destroy mankind and th- that is against God and, you know, kind of like the anti-God. Uh, and uh, But God is almighty. God is all-powerful. Uh, you know, this, you know, being doesn't, doesn't stand a chance against God. And I'm like, okay, well, why doesn't God just destroy him? Well, he can't. Well, I thought you said he's all powerful. 
well, yeah, he is, but man, you just don't understand. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's it. I think you don't understand, you know, is that you're being played. The devil, Satan, is nothing more than your own ego that is unchecked, unrestrained, and allowed to rule and control you. Um, because the, uh, you know, the name Satan is not a name. It's a word meaning adversary. That's all it is. And then the, you know, church back in, I'd like, I don't know, 600 AD started using like a capital S or whatever and named, named, you know, Satan is the devil and all this. And it's like, you know, it's. But what about like, okay, maybe, maybe Satan didn't exist, but then all of a sudden he did. Like an egregore, like what you were saying before about, like, because, you know, you said about the phrasal drip, like you haven't seen it, but you've seen it in your mind and now it exists. What if right, right. You know, like, well, well, that would be, the energy. that would be it, is, is, um, is a Satan as far as, as, a, as a, your people doing, uh, you know, horrible things, um, uh, you know, believing that there is a Satan, then yeah, yeah, that would be that would be Satan would kind of uh, exist in the imagination. But as far as Satan being a a uh, you know literal being outside of yourself, it's just not because like uh, you know, Jesus, the the uh, you know Bible says that you know Jesus when he was tempted. Uh, you know, he was, you know, tempted three times and said that he was in the, uh, you know, desert and you know, tempted of the devil. And so the, the, uh, you know, thing, thing about that is, is, um, who, who was, you know, there to, that, you know, wrote that? Uh, you know, it was just Jesus that was there. So, so, um, so Jesus didn't write that. So, so how, how, how was that like a firsthand experience? It's because Jesus was overcoming his own ego. That's what that is. I mean, um, and then, and only then did he come back when, when he returned. It says he returned in the power of the spirit meaning that he had conquered his own ego, the human, the ego, which is, um, which is what we all have to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you, uh, have you... Yeah, in, of... in fact, the, the, the doctrine of the Jesuit order, which now controls the Vatican, believes the devil does not exist as, a, as an independent person. It's it's like uh, like the text as he says is something that lives inside you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Well, what were you saying then, mate? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, have you heard of the book Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill? I've heard of Napoleon Hill, but I haven't heard of that book. Uh, well, yeah, he pretty much interviews the devil, huh. but the devil is inside him. Yes. 
kind of explains it. Yeah, that's pretty much what you're talking about. Out of all, that was out of all because Jesus has uh, uh, one one uh, uh, scripture that is 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 very uh, very very telling. Jesus says says uh, nothing that enters into a man makes him evil, defiles him. He says, but what proceeds out of a man is what defiles him and makes him evil. So what he's saying is, is it's already in you. There's no demon, there's no devil on the outside that's going to come into you and make you evil. It's already there. It's, it's uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the old adage, there's a white dog, there's a good dog, there's a bad dog. Whichever one you feed the most is what you're going to end up with, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it's um, it's uh, you know Jesus, uh, you know they uh, uh, you know came to him. And they said, "What are going to be the signs of the coming of the kingdom of of God?" And he said, "Well, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Does not come by looking for it." He says, um, he says, so when they say, lo, he's here, lo, he's there, said, believe them not. He says, for the kingdom of God is within you. And every, like 99% of Christians read that, and then they say, when the Lord returns on the clouds of glory, riding his white stallion, I'm going to be... You're going to lift all of us up into the clouds to meet him in the air, and we'll always... I'm like, man, you, you just did not get that, did you? You just said it does not come by observe, by looking for it. And you read it, and then you turn right around and say, he's going to come back on the clouds riding a white horse, and this rapture is going to happen, and we're all going to be saved from the Antichrist. I'm like... You know, you don't really get that. I mean, he made it crystal clear. It doesn't come by looking for it. It happens within you. He said the kingdom of God is within you. And so, so since that's the case, it's like, well, those that say Jesus is returning, where is he returning from? When he himself said the kingdom of God is within you. Where's God in his kingdom? The kingdom of heaven? Where's God? He's on his throne in heaven. Where's heaven? It's in you. So where's Jesus returning from? He's not returning. That is metaphorical language. That is symbolic of a process that happens within each and every one of us, hopefully. But it's certainly not talking about a literal um, Jesus, a, 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 a physical Jesus returning on a physical horse with the armies of heaven in the sky. Yeah. That's just not. I mean, it's symbolic language. And it cracks me up that, that there, there are so many Christians that say, I don't believe in that UFO crap. That's just crazy. That aliens and stuff like that. And then they turn right around and say, but there's a man going to return on a white horse in the sky with a lot of other horses behind them and going to rescue us all. I'm like, yeah, that's called a UFO. You know, it's, it's called an extraterrestrial because he's not of this world, is he? You know, no. It's, uh, it's okay, fascinating to me. I, I, I love it, the UFOs and the aliens and stuff. Um, 
they really are. The stories what you hear. It just uh, it really is mind blowing. Yeah. I, I, fucking, I would love to see see one. How I would react, I don't know, but I would how, still love to see. How would you like? When would you believe it? Like, would you believe it if you saw it on the news, or would you believe it? If, no, if but I'd have to see it with my very own eyes, mate. I'd have yeah. to see it with my very own eyes, mate. You'd almost have to touch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that come here. We need to probe you. I'd be like, uh uh-uh. yeah, I need to probe you. <laughs> yeah, you you can take that probing stuff and just head on, buddy. Um, yes. Don't want to know that much. Ooh. But um, the there was was this uh, you know news story that I read yesterday that said that the Pentagon had released information, legitimately released information saying. That that there um, there had been like 300 U.S. citizens that had been um, that had been abducted or harmed by um, basically UFOs. They called them advanced aerial um, propulsion machines, something like that, and said that there were five that there were five women that had been impregnated and I'm like whoa this is this is big oh shit crazy story yeah yeah and but but, I mean it's an actual uh, you know Pentagon report that was put out about that and I'm thinking my god yeah and it said that one woman was impregnated and get this her daughter it's currently living in the United States. It's like, okay, so what you're saying is is that there is a hybrid or that this woman was impregnated by a UFO, by an alien, and their daughter is living in the United States. It's crazy. When you say the Pentagon like, legitimately released something, like, how legitimate is it? Like, that, I don't know, because it's, it, it's uh, you know just like with everything else. Yeah. You could, That's what I mean. You know, like you almost have to touch it to believe it, just because they right. say. You could be shown a a, a video um, of a uh, you know <laughs> and it be completely you know fabricated. I mean, so that's the problem with with uh, you know uh, you know nowadays is. The technology has come so far that, my God, I mean, you can be there in person and you can say, yes, I saw this person with my own eyes, you know, speaking, but it could be a hologram. Exactly. It could be but a hologram. Not even the, the person wasn't even there. Just quickly, what are your thoughts on the Twin Towers? Like, how do you reckon that went down? Because obviously there's so many theories out there. Like, no one really knows the truth. Like, well, really, really breaking up. Um, Oh, sorry, mate. Um, what, 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 do you, again? Um, what do you think the real story is behind the, the Twin Towers? Because like? there's so many different theories out there. Like, really, really breaking up. I can't hear what you're saying. Cause it's, it's, uh, Jack, Jack, can you, can you hear me all right? Jack? Oh, something's wrong. Jack. I can't. Can you hear me okay, Sex? 
can just hear about every fifth word. Um, uh, right, mm-hmm. Blaze asking, what's your view on the Twin Tower? Or what went on mm-hmm. on 9-11? Wait, wait just a second. Um, oh, while we wait, Lee, yeah. what's, what's your opinion? Yeah, yeah uh, so the, the, the connection is bad, so hold on. Just, just um, to be honest with you, Blaze, mate, uh, I think I think there's something nefarious around it, definitely. Um, and exactly what I don't know. Uh, I think it is. Uh, Do you think it was a ritual? Now I can hear. Possibly. I think it was. It's my opinion. I I won't like to say exactly, but I think that I, I would lean towards. Ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how about you, Blake? Yeah, I, I think, but from things I've seen, I think it was a ritual way, like, like you know how Bush was reading that story of the was it a pet goat or something? And he like had to complete yeah. the story. Uh, and My like the two goat. tales was a lot of feminine and masculine. Um, and how they they built the new one. Uh, it's like a fusion of them both, sort of thing, and the memorial is like a, a like cube in the ground, like a black cube. Like, yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen the memorial. We we when we went to New York, uh, we had, mm. had a look at it, and uh, it's got. I'll try to explain this. Uh, it's it's like uh, it's like unsettling. It, mm-hmm. You can tell something. You know, like when you go somewhere, some bad energy. Uh, yeah, that's it. Exactly, mm-hmm. mate. Uh, nice one for that. But yeah, it's got a certain energy to it. And there's it's not, um, not there's nice. The, uh, there's the reflecting pool too, which is which is very very symbolic. Um, like like you have the you know in this dimension, and then the uh, you know. Reflection pool is the other dimension. Uh, you know, you still have two, you know, you still have two towers, you know, symbolically, but one is reflection, um, strength. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, what, what Blade asked you then, Tex, before the interference was, uh, what was your views on 9-11? Do you think it was uh, a ritual, or what's your view on it? I think it was a ritual, yes. Yeah, um, you know, you know, just like like uh, uh, someone said just now that that the um, there was the masculine and and the feminine. That that is a reoccurring the reoccurring theme in everything. Solomon's Temple was said to have the two you know pillars. Jacob and Boaz, the masculine, the feminine, um, and uh, yeah, uh, and there was just so so much to nine one one. It was just just too too many quote unquote coincidences for it to be coincidences. I mean, man, you just cannot make this stuff up, you know. They were actually having um, um, drills on 911 
for something like that. And that's why it took so long for them to take action because they thought it was part of the drill. You know, it's like, that's crazy. And, um, and then you have the, uh, uh, different people that are like, uh, you know, building seven, there was a news reporter that was on the air live that said building seven had collapsed and it had not yet collapsed, but did 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. They kind of jumped ahead of themselves, you know. So that means they know yeah. as well, but the reporters are in on it. Right, right. And um, then there's, there's the, there's the uh, people that, that were talking when it first happened and they're like, well, what what hit the building was looked like a missile. It 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 didn't have any windows. There were no logos on it. It was all gray, and it hit the uh, you know, building. It 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 wasn't a airplane, but you don't see. <laughs> Man, they you reckon, that uh, up. reckon you could do a Freedom of Information Act and send it in for us text? Right, but I. But what's what's, uh, strange, too, is that you can go and you can watch the videos of the planes hitting the building. And one very strange thing about it is the wings, well, the uh, plane itself really shouldn't shouldn't be able to breach all that iron, all that steel. Concrete. But. But it did anyway. Okay, but the wings also breached the. Uh, you know, it leaves leaves a mark of entry where the wings entered, and it's like the wings would be the first thing to shear off. I mean, but they didn't. And <laughs> then they find his passports. <laughs> Fuck. Then yes, then, yes, I heard then, that as well. Then they said, <laughs> had said that the wings or. You you can watch, and if you uh, you set it on slow, you watch the plane. I don't know if it's the first or second plane to hit, but you can watch where the nose of the plane comes out the other side of the building. Watch that and tell me it's not CGI because, I mean, yeah. And then also, where where was the um, plane? Where was the engine? Where was the uh, all this, you know, massive stuff. Well, it was evaporated. Oh, but the main hijacker's passport lands right on the pavement in perfect condition. Wow, that is amazing. I heard one of the planes was called Lolita Express. Really? That, that, no, no. That, that's different. <laughs> <point. Fuck off. laughs> the number on the plane that, was uh, 93. That was a very number. Yes, yes. I know your patient mentioned something about the plate, the flight numbers, something to all that. I'm not exactly sure what it it was off the top of my head, what he said. 11, 175, and 93, and 77. You know, they've all got meaning. I mean, but get this. This This is probably the weirdest thing. Is that that working as a you know funeral director for you know twenty years? 
every person that dies, they have to be, they are issued a death certificate and they are put on the social security death list of everyone that dies. Every American citizen that dies, they go on that list. Guess who is not on the the death list of Social Security? The 9-11 victims. Really? Really. Look it wow. up. Check it out. Well, I'll yeah. say you're worth it, mate. I'll say you're worth it, but fuck it, that's weird, isn't it? I saw that years ago, and I'm like, well, what the hell? I mean, why, why aren't they... Why aren't they listed, you know? But I reckon it was a loose trend. Also, look up the gelatin art student from Israel. And there were five art students that that had um well, there were more than five I don't know how how you know many that were actually put up in the World Trade Centers that lived there and they were doing work, quote unquote work in the World Trade Centers for, I don't know, some of them, maybe even two years prior. Um, they were doing all kinds of stuff. They were even going to um, Washington and were uh, you know, selling artwork to different you know politicians and stuff. And um, But when 9-11 happened, there was a woman that looked looked at her window and she saw these five, you know, people these these five guys that were that were celebrating, laughing, you know, and everything. So she Feel called it. and the F, and the F, FBI picked them up and um, they were driving a van that literally no ship had on it on the side of the van had a plane flying into the World Trade Center. And they well, talked to yeah. they they talked to these guys and everything, and um, and they took them in. And next thing you know, they're sending them back to Israel. Nothing was done ever. Nothing was done. And I think it was ten days later they were on an Israeli talk show, and they're talking to them. And they said, "Yeah, they uh, the U.S. thought the F- FBI thought we were Mossad." And they said, we were just there to get this, to document what took place. It's like, well, how the hell did you know what was going to take place? You know? Like, why are you, why are you even there? You, you, you just damned yourself, you know? There to document what, what was going to take place. Well, how, really? Fucking nuts that, mate, isn't it? It really is. They just let you go. They send you back. You say you're not Mossad, but why would they send you back? Mossad's uh, logo, their their uh, you know, motto is "By deception shall we conquer." I mean, that's their that's their motto. By deception, by lying, by deceiving, we will conquer. It's like, damn. Fuck it, and and there were so many uh, uh, you know people that day that that were from Israel that they were called or they were told not to come to work that day. 
is, you know, that, that, that's, uh, that's shocking. And then, then you have Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister during one, uh, you know, when 9-1-1 took place, and he said, this is a great day for Israel. This is going to really, really, uh, uh, you know, strengthen, uh, you know, it's really, really going to crack down on Israel's enemies. And I'm thinking, hey, asshole, 3,000 American citizens died, and you're sitting here saying it's a great fucking day for Israel? Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, that's just a disgraceful fucking thing to say. Which is, uh, you know, it's, 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 you know, crazy to me because people are like, well, you can talk about anybody except Israel. And I'm like, fuck Israel. How's that? You know, <laughs> well, my God, you're going to be, are, are, are you anti-Semitic? No, I'm not. Matter of fact, my wife is, you know, Semitic, so you can't go there with me. No. What I'm against is I'm against people who do wrong, who fucking murder people and mistreat people and, you know, do yeah. crimes. Yeah, that's what I'm against. Yeah. Uh, you can't get much worse than that as well. Right. But, you know, it's like, you, you say anything and it's all your anti-Semitic. But yeah, it's alright for them to say the bullshit they come out with. Alright. Fucking yeah, yeah, say right. someone's going to find something wrong with but yeah, I know. I know. Too sensitive, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. This, uh, stop recording. Just sorry, mate. I've just stopped recording. I've I've redone it now. Fuck knows what I did that for then. Fuck. Right, it's recording again now. Sorry, lads. Oh, that's fine. It won't affect anything. Um, it won't affect anything. Fucking hell, man. Sorry. Ooh. No, yeah, but, but uh, that's like, as long as, uh, you know, man, I mean, there, you, you, you may or may not believe, but man, the shit with Israel is crazy. Here in Texas, after Hurricane Harvey hit, there were people down in Houston, people, uh, you know, that had their businesses wiped out and everything, you know? Okay. When their insurance checks finally came in, do you know that some of them, before they could receive their, rightfully so, before they could receive their insurance, uh, you know, payment, they, they were, they had to sign a loaf of oil, uh, an oath of loyalty to Israel. Right. No shit. Crazy, and I'm like, what about I'm like, <laughs> what about China? Isn't everyone scared of China? Like John Cena said something, and then he had to apologise to China. <laughs> What's oh, that? Right. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, um, well, you know, from 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 what I've seen, you can say anything about Russia, you can say anything about China. And, you know, people are like, okay, or some people laugh, you know, or, uh, but man, you said something about Israel and people are like, kill him, you know, it's like, what? I mean, it's like, I'm, I'm not saying it because it's Israel, I'm saying it because it's fucking wrong. How's that, you know? 
Yeah. yeah. <coughs> uh, it, it certainly is wrong way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's like the actual countries doing doing the bad, or is it the people controlling the countries that are the bad ones? Controlling the country because there are there are uh, you know actual Jewish people um, that they're they uh, you know protest you know they're they're like we are not part of this you know we're not part of this regime we're not part of this government that's you know doing all this and um so you know that's the people in charge fuck we need to have it like back in achilles days where you just send your best warrior out and whoever wins man. yeah save the blood shooter yes <laughs> sounds yeah. sounds fucking good idea that mate i'll tell you what you wouldn't be sending biden out the fucking boris johnson <laughs> But, you know, no matter what happens, somebody would say, they cheated, you know, fake news, they have another one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking, they're all corrupt, aren't they? did you make a podcast with the odd man out? Did you make a podcast with the the old man out? Uh, no, I've got one this Sunday with him now. Oh, okay. It's just that uh, there's a piece of the puzzle that I think he would, uh, anyone would benefit, a big piece of the puzzle. It's called Operation Gladio. Gladio mm-hmm. as in gladiator or mm-hmm. Gladio as in the swords that the Romans used to take. Operation mm-hmm. Gladio. It's the alliance between the Vatican, the CIA, and the Mafia. No, I don't know. Uh, as Osman covered this. Gladio was also the um, in uh, Spain, in uh, Catalonia, um, during the Franco uh, you know, regime. It might be part of it, too. Oh, well, the treaty was signed on 4th of April, 1949, uh, by 12 countries, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It oh, took the tens of thousands of Nazis that took off after the war. They got the Nazi officers, the SS officers, and with that, with them, they shaped Europe into what we know between the, the Nazis, the Italian Mafia, and the Vatican, controlling crime, uh, right-wing terror in decades, and it was no longer used by 1996. They stopped using it, at least in in an official capacity. The Nazis in Ukraine, for example, it, it, it looks like that. It looks like Nazis in a country doing terrorism, but in reality, they're ordered by the by the CIA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's the same stuff that they've done over and over again, too, with, uh... Oh, here yeah. we go. Who's this? <laughs> hey, buddy. Is he? Yes. I mean, they do it all around the world, you know? It's like the same yeah. copy and paste plan that they keep doing, where, uh, they, they create these bad guys, you know, for this the world stage so that they can then you know, use it to go into a war. Same thing they did with ISIS and other stuff, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I don't see many people talking about Gladio in this podcast, in these circles. Yeah, it's a, um, it's definitely one of the ones that I would say is more hidden from the public. Um, yeah. A lot, and it's explosive. That's what's crazy about it is that it's truly exactly. explosive. But if you, you know, um, uh, Operation uh, Gateway, Project Gateway, that's another one that people never hear about, but that's extremely explosive. So it's weird because it, it is, even though it's so explosive, a lot of people aren't talking about it for some reason. Someone's got a TV on. Really, really. Yeah, I think it's uh, late. That one minute. Let me just. Uh... Oh. Historia para política, una cosa así. Si es un inglés, es tejano que lo hace. Primero le invitaron a que él esté como invitado y luego una cosa. No, that's Juan. Juan, that's you, that mate. Somebody speaking in Mexico. Yeah, that's my wife. Right, all right. We could could hear that. How about if I take the audio out? The audio low. Is it better no, now? It, no, we can still hear it, mate. It, it, if uh, if if you wife's talking in the same room as you, it'll pick it up. Yeah, I'm gonna change rooms. Okay. So uh, yeah, I don't know um, if anybody Sorry, had seen what was going on with the Discord or um, on Twitter the last couple of hours, but uh, Texasist um, Lee. Are the occult rejects have been totally banned from Discord? Really? Shit, is that what that message was? Yeah. Oh. I, I, and that's what Lee. I was trying to respond to you. I was going to like because we had been talking yesterday and today. I was going to try and respond to some of your messages that you had sent in DMs, but um, it was crazy because it's like we've been dealing with this wild stuff. Uh, totally banned from discord and so if anybody wants to still get back one we created a new one but they nuked everyone in the discord they took down my account uh the moderators accounts every everything they took me as well so, probably <laughs> yeah you know oh my god i mean i've been there's there's that looks right there's also um i've been blocked off uh instagram mm. that, happened, that happened this week I think it happened on Monday. And all, all the did looks right was, you know, when I released my shows, uh, I uh, I put out three shows. And when I was doing the third show, then it, uh, I got this message saying I, I've been getting people, I've basically been buying likes, people mm-hmm. to like me stuff, which I fucking not. Right, of course. That's fucking it. It's wild. I'm t- they're using every excuse uh, that they possibly can to to mess with people right now, and you know, censoring us. Censoring us. Yep, and their plan here. I'll show you what their plan is. 
right? Because you could always make the argument, okay, well, we can just start another Discord. We can start another Twitter. We can start every time that we do that, we lose tons of people who were following us for a long time because people might not see it. They might not have the opportunity to, you know, check in to know what's going on. So they see they're blocked or, or something. And, you know, in order for you to even get a new discord to get on our new discord, you have to create an entire new email. So what their plan is, is that they can, they can try and wear us down over time. All of our different platforms, different podcasters, people who are telling the truth, they try to grind you down at over time because Block that initial account, and they know every time that you start a new one and you get back on the platform, less and less people are going to be following you. Yeah. So eventually that's true, gonna... that, mate. That's true, that. That's true. Uh, and it's like, I mean, I didn't have a massive following on Instagram, but it might have been a couple of hundred. That's, it's, time, it's time consuming to get get those back. Exactly. And I think, it's like you said, that, that's, what, uh, that's what the... The A plus B to just try and fuck mm-hmm. things up for us, Will. What's that noise? Need walkie talkies. <laughs> is that is that a baby monitor, mate? Blade? No, it's not mine, sorry. I just had to make All a right. bottle. Alright, Blade, uh, Lux has joined us. The great Lux. What's yeah, that, uh, Lux, it's Blade off, uh, the Renegade off Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, he's joined us. Uh, we started a bit earlier because he's in. He's like he's near me, but he's got little babby in there. Um, and yeah, we've what, been what, getting him on for a while. What time is it over there for you guys? Just got mm-hmm. midnight. Ten past ten past twelve. So it's just yeah, got midnight. You guys are crazy. The witching hour of midnight. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. Is uh, Tex, are you still with us? Yes, yeah, man. Oh, is he still here? I can't believe that looks, mate. I really can. Mm. It's wild, man. And um, again, it, this is, it's not something that's going to be going away. They're going to keep doing this for a very long time until system. And what's wild about our Discord is that we didn't have tons of people in it. It was a relatively smaller Discord. I think maybe we had 100 people max in there or something. And it's disgusting to me to see because, you know, the moderator for our Discord, she's really amazing. Uh, her name's Helen. Helen. And she, yeah, she's and she's... Up. She's spot on, and she always is monitoring everything to make sure that what's being talked about on the Discord is, you know, in good shape. That way, you know, people aren't talking about things that could possibly get us banned. And uh, it was just immediately nuked, all of it gone. And But what's scary to me about it is that because it was such a small Discord server channel, what type of algorithms do they have to have? that they can monitor even down to the smallest discords like that for any terms, any languages, or, or any words or, or phrases that they don't like, that they can immediately ban it. Like, so they're using some crazy ban? algorithms. What do ban? Fucking hell, man. I can't believe that, mate. What were you I, I, I actually looked. I took... Uh, oh, we... Lux has joined us, and... Um, you know Discord, Blade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Lopes, do you want to explain it to Blade again, please, mate? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, we just we had a Discord. It, everything was perfectly fine. We don't mm-hmm. have a ton of people in there. It's a very good moderator and, and just general discussion about conspiracy. Um, nothing edgy or, or wild. And they said that we were trying to plan violence against someone mm-hmm. or a group. Mm-hmm. So they totally took us mm-hmm. all. They took everyone in in the Discord totally down all their uh emails and everything is banned it's nuts that's wobbled me proper that like you said there's, there's, there was nothing in, in the i mean what was it all i posted in there looks was fucking podcasts right uh, and, and I mean, also, I've said, I we we spoke in there, but not not a lot. Like, uh, again, I don't I don't really speak much in the uh, Helen. I spoke to Helen because I got Helen on. She hopefully coming on the show tomorrow night. But I don't know. I want to. She's on Twitter though, isn't she? So I can I'll message her on Twitter, like. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just it's more inconvenience. Uh, and I've had a lot of problems with my own personal accounts when Twitter, uh, a bunch of, uh, we, our Facebook got banned, a bunch of other crazy shit. Uh, the YouTube that we had was down. And then of course we had to create another one. So it's like, there is definitely a, a pointed effort to make sure that people who are talking about the subjects that we all do no longer have a place to talk about it. You know, man, it's like, like, you know, what? What specifically are they talking about? I mean, that would help. <laughs> the modern day te- book burning. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm going to do now, lads. I'm going to post it to this group in the call on Skype. I'm going to post the message that I got from Discord so you all know what we're talking about. Um, then you'll know exactly what, what uh, looks is on about now. Um, Fucking hell, man. I wonder, I wonder if it is looks. What's that? I wonder if it is. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I didn't hear the full thing that Sorry. you said. Um... I, 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 I wonder if it is he's doing all this. I honestly do think it is. I think it's because the subjects that, um, and not just our podcast, you know, uh, this is something that's happening to a lot of different podcasters. Um, so in no way are we special or different. It's happening to tons of other people. So it more or less, uh, if you're making content out there and you're speaking about something that's truthful and challenges the systems of power and control, then, you know, uh, it's just one day they come for one person and then they see how that goes and then they just keep pushing it further and further until, you know, anyone talking about the subjects that our podcasts do, just general text or says, you know, Lee, uh, they eventually it's going to affect so many people because that's that's their plan. They want to make sure that people who talk about these subjects don't have a, a platform or an audience at all. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it could be that looks, and, and I, I, I'm leaning towards your, your view on it. But just what about the possibility of it being other podcasters 
what are I fucking oh. jealous of uh, the content that we're putting? I mean, I'm not saying my my podcast is fucking brilliant at all, uh, but what what I mean is, um, like other podcasters, because of the amount of content we're putting out, and because of, of our what the content is about, do you think that it might be somebody like that? It's definitely possible. I've seen that a lot before. There are, uh, I mean, it's notorious with Discord is, um, so if you have some, if someone doesn't like you, they'll, uh, jump into your Discord and they can post a bunch of stuff that will get your account banned. So really? That's one, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's like a, a mob tactic or something. But, uh, I've seen that happen before, but that doesn't seem like it, that's what was going on this time. Um, it more, it didn't seem like we were being reported a tons of ton, a ton of times by other podcasters or, or people who yeah. might not like our content. It seemed like this came from Discord directly. So, mm. like when you got hacked, Glee. Hello. Go right, man. Instagram got hacked. Yes, exactly, exactly, Blade. Yeah, I've had me Instagram hacked, but this week um, I've had it blocked. Saying that I'm buying likes, or which is not true at all. Uh, I posted it was where I released three shows, and then when I released the third one, then I get blocked. Get, get, um, I can't get back on it. I can't get, I've got two accounts, my own personal and one for my podcast, and both have been blocked. Hmm. You know, if somebody's got a problem, why not just say it? Instead of doing sly shit and stuff like this. Well, and they never describe exactly what the violation was either. They make these giant blanket terms and then as, you know, podcasters or if you're on their platform for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, it doesn't matter. They'll block you for whatever reason they want. And then you have the responsibility to try and challenge it. Even though they don't give you an exact instance of what was the violation. It's just, it's a total attack on, on free speech. It is, mate. 100%. Uh, I mean, it says, it says here on it looks, uh, your account is receiving this notice due to participation in a server that violates our community guidelines. Specifically, the occult rejects allows or encourages content that glorifies, promotes, or calls for physical, sexual violence mm. against individual or communities. That is... Mm. Damn. That's fucking mm. disgusting. Yeah. It really is. Damn. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and, and one thing that's really crazy about that, to me, that's really ironic is the fact that, uh, so a couple years ago, this was like 2017, uh, maybe it was a little bit earlier than that too, I think maybe like 2015 to 2017. If you go into YouTube, right, um, and you look up like these, these certain terms, it's going to bring you to these really weird and disgusting gross videos that certainly depict some activity between Older men and very young people. <laughs> like, I'm just right, saying. right. And, and they allow that, YouTube allows that on that, on their platform, 
right? But yet our content, what we say, is the most dangerous thing. Like, you can see so, how sorry, they... Look, look, sorry, mate, just one minute. Has somebody got banging in the background? No. No. Not me. No. Can, can you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like somebody's tapping or something. Yeah, I can hear something. I don't know. I, I hear a dog. Mm. Right, okay, sorry, look, sorry, mate. Sorry. No, but it's uh, it's crazy because you can see that systematically they want certain content to, to stay up, which is truly disgusting, while they bring down accounts that are just talking about actual factual subjects. You know, like when we cover the Franklin scandal, when we cover the Gateway Project or the Shriners or the Jesters, everything that we have can be backed up by absolute proof. We have links to all the stuff that we provide um, in those podcasts, and it's um, it's crazy to see that they can blame us for something like that, you know, which is so outrageous and ridiculous of this, you know, causing violence or planning violence. Uh, but meanwhile, these disgusting channels they allow to stay up for years and years and years. So it's, right. uh, it's because you're uncovering the truth. I'd never heard of the Shriners or the Jesters before I listened to you guys. And now it's like, I, 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 you start looking at the V2 blade. Yeah. V2, mate, until, until it was uh, Lux and, and NYP. With that, it's like, yeah, every that, charity yeah. I see, like, well, donate to these charities. I'm like, no, I'm going to look you up first. I'm going to find out you know, well, yeah. who's, in, who's in charge. And then, well, I'm about to, to send this sort of message and tell them that they've been banned from our groups. Uh, from, 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 from the worst of the worst of the elite group, and that uh, for for not inciting violence, for inciting ignorance, and tell them that that you know just deal with it, you know that they're kicked out. Uh, and I'm being facetious, so. But, uh, I like that idea. But I, I think I'm really gonna do it just to, just to mess with and be like, well, damn, what? I was in this group. I don't even, you know, yeah, you do. Don't you remember? Um, <laughs> or yeah, just, you, uh, you know, send them a message and say, yeah, you're gonna pay for what you did. And just leave it at that. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. totally right, man. It's, it's, it's so bizarre to me to see how, um, you know, that they can just, without any appeal process, with any type of actual justification, they can just wipe all these uh, different channels and platforms off the face of the earth. And really, um, the people who are having, who, the people who are really causing harm are these tech platforms. They're the ones that are actually causing harm. Because yeah. they're allowing good content to disappear while promoting really disgusting other content because yeah. um, that shows their uh, their allegiance. You, really. the you hit the nail on the head there, looks right. Yeah, I think it's a matter of money. They have more money, so they have more rights. So the rights count for something. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I think. So what do we have to do then? Infiltrate those companies. Get on the inside. 
Whew, that's a that's a rough one to answer there. Yeah, that is <laughs> rough. <laughs> no, it's it's getting tougher over time because for, I think honestly one thing that really fucks us up with this whole thing is that we uh, didn't pay attention to this as it was escalating years mm-hmm. ago and just kind of said, okay, well they're gonna go for Alex Jones. Okay, whatever. And even podcasters so, and yeah. conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. were like, okay, yeah, sure, take down Jones. He's he's talking about lies and stuff, you know, whatever. Because a lot of the community of conspiracy they didn't believe that what jones was saying was true so it was sort of accepted by this by the masses and so they used that as a test to see okay well if we can take down jones who can we take down next Mm -hmm. and then they just keep going down the list yeah bergen you can't you can't make it up looks would you you could not make it up no, it, we we are definitely living in 1984. That's, I mean, there's no, there's no question about that at all. Yeah. yeah. They restrict mm-hmm. access to information. That's why books are disappearing. And That's libraries a really are good disappearing point. too. Access to information is what matters the most. Without access to information, we we can't fight back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they always say, "Oh well." You know, well, the argument I always hear is create your own platform. If you don't like what no. these companies are doing, then create your own. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> no, we, you know, people who are just uh, trying to share truth and information about factual subjects, it's not, it's not our responsibility, or nor should it be, for us to start our own platforms to share things that are factually true. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just led us to this place where we sort of allow these different podcasts slowly disappear. Um, and of course it's a total violation of, at least in the United States, our first amendment rights. And uh, we're just told that we have to accept the guidelines of these different platforms. And that's total BS because that those things should already be protected under the first amendment by the government. Because at this point, Discord, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, these are public, they're public spaces. That's mm-hmm. where everyone's sharing yeah. information. They should be considered a public square and we need to have some type of, uh, some type of, of protection from allowing these companies to just make people and their, their content totally disappear simply because yeah. they disagree with it. So does that mean those companies own the government then? Like, if they can do that, they're above the, above the law. Mm. It seems that way, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. What? Well, I wonder what's going to be next. Got to be twatter. Next, mm-hmm. next, what's going to happen is it's going to be your phones. I, I, yeah. Mark my words. Next, it's going to be your phones. When you text a, a text message and you're trying to talk about, well, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with this war or I don't, um, I don't agree with this medical procedure. The phone companies are going to be next because it's all under the same umbrella. These, these yeah. giant companies own so much. It's nuts. Um, phone companies, internet companies, you know, servers, et cetera. Yeah. It's, it's going to be well, the next thing. I, uh, I have sent my wife a message, okay? And 
uh, you know, I mean, I have a dark sense of humor, but it was like, you know, I mean, there was, I mean, I mean, it was just, you know, was a, um, was a drawing or, you know, that, that I found online, like a cartoon, you know, like a cartoon. I sent it to her. Okay. Um, man, I am not kidding. This, this happened like a year and a half ago. I'm not kidding. About 10 days later, somebody knocks on the door. I go to the door and it's law enforcement. And I'm like, uh, can I help you? And they're like, yeah, can we come in? And I'm like, yeah, with a, you know, female, uh, you know, officer and, you know, or sidekick, you know, guy, whatever. They come in and they said, um, we were notified that you sent blah, 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 you know. Um, and I said, okay. And they said, um, said, um, yeah, that's, um, that's, that's why we were, uh, you know, notified. And I said, uh, for what? And they, you know, go into this long spiel about that, that it was, um, uh, you know, I forgot what they used, what term they used, but it was like vulgar or, you know, vulgarity. I'm thinking, have you ever been online? I mean, really? And, um, I'm, I'm talking, they were treating me like I was like the worst person on the fucking planet. And I'm like, this is, this is about a, a cartoon picture that I sent to my wife. Uh, yeah. And we need to see your phone. And I said, my phone for what? Well, we just need to go through your phone. I said, oh, fine. I had nothing here. Look at it. You know, they went through my phone and everything, you know, and he said, um, said, um, I mean, all kinds of stuff, you know, it's like, well, um, do you have any, uh, firearms in the house? I'm like, yes. And they're loaded, you know, it's like, yeah. And I wouldn't tell you that if I was some fucking psycho, you know, he's like, good God. And, but yeah, that, that was an email that I sent to my wife and my wife only. And next thing you know, boom. Yeah. And they said, okay, well, uh, you know, we just wanted to make sure that you didn't have, you know, someone get this, um, as a prisoner in your home. And I said, what the hell are you even talking about? I mean, they, well, you'd be surprised at, you know, people that, that have, you know, dark senses of humor, but they're really, really bad people. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh my God, everything you send, I don't care what it is or how secure you think it is, you are being monitored 24 7. Jesus. Jesus, that's that's dark. It it scared the shit out of me. I'm talking, I was scared shitless because I'm thinking, oh my God, they're about to arrest me. And I'm thinking, okay, that. I just sent a cartoon, and I cannot say that enough, a cartoon, a fucking cartoon, and law enforcement comes to my house? Like, what the hell have I done? That was some hell of a cartoon. And I start thinking, wait a minute, what if I got hacked or something, or somebody added to that, you know, a lot of bad shit? And I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, man, that can happen so easy. It's like, like I, I, uh, you know, found out, 
uh, you know, when I started my podcast, number one, don't piss hackers off because I did. And oh my God, did I learn a lesson? Man, they are, they are bad asses. Do not fuck with them. No, I swear because I was so stupid and was like, give me your best shot. Next thing you know, they fry my laptop, speakers, everything. They were the Knights Templar like, of the 21st century. Yeah, like literally. I mean, they fried it. And so I said, oh, my God. So I had to go out and buy all new stuff, like $2,000 worth of stuff, you know. And so I go back on on the air, and I'm like, okay, okay. I've learned. I You have my respect now because, I mean, what the hell else was I going to say? You know, they burn that up, too, if I pissed them off. And I was like... My God, yo, we can have differences of opinion, but, you know, yeah, you don't have to burn my stuff up. Surely, surely you respect that difference of opinion. That's what it's all about. Everybody's got right. their own perspective. And mm-hmm. talking right. and listening, that's that's mm-hmm. the way forward, not by being sneaky, sly, fucking... I mean, looks, text, do you remember our first roundtable we did? We had a lot of interference, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've had that on a few calls. Um, so, yeah. I, I think we're being monitored. I think I, I am. Well, and all that. I wouldn't be surprised. With me, one time, I I had, had a, someone you know send me a message, and they said, why are you saying these things? And I said, what? And I oh my God, you're saying all this, all, all this offensive, like, horrible things. And I said, what are you talking about? And so they start telling me, and I said, I'm not saying that. And then somebody else sends me a message and says, my God, they have, they, they have hacked your podcast and they're using your, your words that you've spoken in previous podcasts on this, some kind of program to where they can make you say anything and you don't even know it. So I had to shut everything down right then because they were doing it. And you mean they were like speaking on your behalf, but it wasn't you. No, no, they were using my words, I, yeah. my voice. Right. Through oh, shit. Clips. And I was saying like, they were making me say all this, all this offensive, like racial, you know, horrible things that I would never say. And it's like, oh my God, I, I had to close everything down right then. And I had to get a guy out to put up a, like a firewall or whatever you call it to, you know, to, so they couldn't get back in. And, um, man, I mean, I've, I've had them, uh, you know, before was doing a live podcast. I do all mine live and was uh, sitting there and there were some weird things that were going on. You know, it's like a bunch of like metallic sounds, like, I don't know, like grinding, just real high pitched screech and kind of like that. And, um, it was just, you know, strange. And I said, I think, I think that, you know, something's going on because I said, it's just, you know, this is not, this doesn't sound right or whatever. And all of a sudden there was this, this weird light just, just flashes in the room where I'm doing a video podcast. It flashes this like light blue light or something just lights up the whole room and 
then it's on and there's people like, did you just see that? Did you just see? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was right here. I saw it. And it's like, my God, how the hell did that happen? You know, I start talking about them and, you know, wondering if I've been hacked again or something's been breached and this light goes off in the middle of the room. It was freaky. I mean, <laughs> so. What are you reckon about the uh, LED street lights? You have them. I I heard about them, but but I forget now what what the deal is with them. Um, you have them. Uh, uh, you have them down where you are. Do they? We just got the old light bulb. Yeah, yeah. Are they lights? There's this crazy guy who lives in uh, the same town I live in, and he he talks about like the LED street lights can like map out like the whole street, and it can like go through your walls, so it knows like how many people are in your in your house, like different technology like communicates like smart meters in that. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, now I know what you're talking about. That's pretty. That's There's a. That they're not only lights, but they're cameras too, and um, they can they can supposedly see like um, um, what what I read. I think it said that they can they can hone those in the cameras where they can see twenty five miles, something like that. And um, but I um, I read too where that that. Your your you know smart smart TV your smartphone uh, you know whatever's in your house that is like your smart TV smartphone or whatever that camera can be can be uh, used and can see also that far like 25 miles uh, which I mean let's face it in your house yeah nobody's gonna need that but they can see they can use that camera to see and hear what you're doing, what you're saying. So, um, yeah. Crazy, mate. It's crazy, isn't it? And uh, that's what, you know, crazy. Absolute surveillance. Mm -hmm. 1984, there you go. That's what Tracy Pond was talking about before she was found Mm -hmm. hanging in her garage, is that she, she, she was, um, she had, you know, been investigating these, like, pedophilia and stuff, you know. And this guy comes on, comes on this, you know, podcast where she was a guest, and he says, Miss um, Simon, he says, I'm going to go easy on you this time. You know, I'm just paraphrasing it. He says, um, he says, we've had to educate many like you. And I'm thinking, holy you know, I mean, this wasn't, I uh, you didn't see it live. I'm just, you know, reading what, 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 what she'd said. And she said that he came on and said, you know, said, um, said, you need to back off. You know, don't, don't mess with us. You know, don't think that, that, that we're, you know, that we won't take action. You know, well, Tracy Plyman, Lee knows who, who, who Tracy Plyman is. I'm yeah, sure. yeah. A lot of people do. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with Tracy's work, aren't you, Lux? 
Yeah, I've, I've uh, looked into a lot of her stuff. It's great. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that would back down. You know, I mean, she was she was like a bulldog, and um, she um, she uh, you started her her uh, your magazine, um, uh, you know, Dagger Bears Revenge when she was fourteen. I was like twenty four. I was she was like really impressed me. I started reading stuff, you know, and started you know following her and and you know followed her till the day she died. And man, when I heard she was dead, I'm like, and it's so bad. And it, but it wasn't surprising because she would not she, she would not back off from from very dangerous people. Well, she she uh, said that she was watching like a sitcom, or she thought she was watching like a sitcom on you know. Or smart TV, and she said that the actors in the sitcom or whatever she was watching stopped and looked through the TV screen at her. And she's on her bed, she's eating pizza, and they said, "Hey Tracy, you gonna eat that last piece of pizza?" Hey. <laughs> and she's like, "She's like, oh my god!" She said, "I freaked out." She said, "I thought I was losing my mind." So she called this guy, and she said, my God, this just happened, you know? So she come over. He's like her best friend. So he comes over, and she's talking to him, and she said, I just don't know, you know, what, what, what's going on. She said, this just happened, you know? And he says, well, it has to do with technology. It has to do with fern. And he starts telling her about how demons are being sent from fern from other dimensions through Wi-Fi through the internet and all this stuff, you know. And she said that that he said um, she said, but why why me? And he looked at her and he said, you know damn well why you bitch. He said you've said you've been against yeah. us so long, and her who she thought was her best friend was part of it. And what it was is they they had hacked into her. Smart TV or smartphone or laptop, yeah. computer, everything, and they they had they were running a program where she thought she was watching like the real sitcom, and it was a total fabrication where they could control anything. Mm-hmm. And that's creepy shit. That they started black magic. They start to, uh, you know send her pictures of her son in school playing on the playground. And all this shit, you know, and everything. And they said, if you don't back off, they said, this, yeah, your 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 life is going to change, you know, in a very negative way. So she she closed all of her social media, got everything off off, and she said, I'm done, you know, I'm not going to, you know, do anything else. She was on, she uh, some of your podcast had had her on as a guest, last podcast she ever did, and. They asked her about that, and she she would not remain silent. She started talking about it, and she got a message that had a like a black rose or uh, a, was a black heart, which I read where the black heart means death. And it said, "Tracy said you have your choice." Um, there was like a red rose, uh, a red heart that meant you know. Blood will be spilled, but you won't die. And then a black heart, which means, you know, death. You can choose which one. And if you don't, you know, it'll be chosen for you. And next thing you know, she's found hanging in her garage. 
really creepy. Oh, that's bad news, that is it, mate. That it really is. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that when um, she she was into, oh well, onto them for the, you know, the Mithras Temple, what they found in London. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they, they found their temple, and um, I think it was Bloomberg. He bought the land and built some offices over it. Um, refurbed it all. They've got it. I think they moved it, but then moved it back to where it should have been, where it was found. Uh, and she was getting. It was actually on higher side chats. Was the podcast she yeah. mentioned it that where she was getting? Yeah, where she was getting. Uh, she, th- she thought she was being followed. That's it. And then the next minute, mate, she's uh, no longer with us. That's it. Higher side chat. That mm-hmm. that man, that guy came on there on her side chat in front of God and everybody and told her, I mean, told her publicly. And I'm thinking, who the hell does that? I mean, who who publicly comes on and tells someone, hey, we've had to educate people like you before. And trust me, you do not want to deal with us. You know, you do not want. And it's like, yeah, uh, you know, there's some. There's a lot of bullshitters out there, and then there's, you know, people that, they might be bad, but they're telling the truth, you know. And this dude was. This is like, you do not want to get on our bad side, you know. And, um, yeah. Also, yeah. That, that that's how Isaac Cappy supposedly died. Yeah, I think this is what... Frankie Kleinman was investigating the death of Isaac Cappy, who committed suicide after uncovering the pedophilia and... Yes, elite pedophile ring. Yeah. And next thing you know, he goes to this highway overpass, and they said that there were two uh, teenagers there trying to talk him down or whatever, and he jumps in front of an 18-wheeler and gets smacked. I mean, dead right there. Yeah. Isaac Cass actor. And oh man. But Tracy wouldn't let it go. She just kept on and on and on after being repeatedly warned. And she even went to the FBI to tell them about it. She said that 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 they told her, they said, We know who you are and she said that they wouldn't even let her in. That they talked to her through the gate or whatever. Yeah, the intercom thing, yeah, yeah. I uh they're like telling her, Thank you. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear what you have to say. And she's like, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Makes you wonder. Yeah, big time. And they basically turned her away, told her to go back home, you know. And but that's uh, you know, it's like like the, you know CIA with the with the finders that you know they were caught, you know, picking up kids and stuff. You know, if you think about it. Those people that are in government, that are in high places, they're humans too. So you're not going to tell me that there's not pedophiles in government that are part of it, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. man, it's just, you know. Yeah, and uh, just to add on to that, I mean, in, in my opinion at least, I think when you look at the projects that the CIA was running, in the 70s, right, uh, think about 
all the way back to MK Ultra, right? So we're talking post World War II. The CIA was investigating mind control. Um, who knows why, but they decided to, and they understood based on that project about how much um, influence one can have over the human mind. And they, they've integrated that into so many different aspects of our life. And that was in the 60s, right? So then you look at Project Gateway, where they're astrally traveling back and forth <laughs> through yeah. time. And this is, you know, these are not my words. They're not my assumptions. It's just take a look at, at the uh, documents from the CIA where they're talking about how they understand this technology where they can, you know, yeah. spy on people all around the world. Now, think about how far other technology has come between the 70s and now. Imagine, Fighting. Fighting imagine, and that's just in our own world, right? Everything yeah. from computers to cell phones. And all. Imagine with endless budgets. Uh, endless mm. support and money, how much that their technology has advanced. Well, and, well, you know. Well, to, to the, really um, scary. the, uh, what are you, you build Monroe's Hemisync technology to, to, um, to, um, uh, you basically travel, you know, space time as far as, you know, uh, you know, dimensions and everything. And, um, but, but the very name of it, Hemisync, is using binaural beats and, uh, uh, you know, rhythms to, what I talk about all the time is synchronizing the right and left sphere of your brain, the Hemisync. And once that's done, that's, that's what it leads to. You, you, can transverse dimensions, space time, and uh, you know it's it's like a remote viewing back in like the seventies. Hal Pudoff and uh, uh, Russell Card started uh, remote viewing, and they had a man named Pat Price who was the best of the best. You know, this guy could you know basically see see what was in a safe box away in an unclosed location where he didn't even know. They just hand him the uh, you know, coordinates or something like that. He could tell them what, what was in the safe. He could read, you know, you know things. And, like, Crazy. that's all fun. That's all cool and everything. But somebody like that, they wound up like Pat Price. He's found dead in a hotel room. And a lot of people think he was killed because... I mean, think about it. If you can can do that, then you are an enemy of the state. You you are a real threat. And um, so, Gary. Have you astral traveled before, Lux? Um, I would say. On my own, I have definitely done it, but it was more focused when when I was in the Golden Dawn. That was something that was sort of practiced weekly, were these like joint really? sessions of yeah of everyone doing an attempt at some type of astral travel. It was like a, a guided meditation, yeah, and instructions and things like that. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty big part of it, and. 
like Texas just said, I mean, they wanted to know your birthday. They wanted to know so much information about you before you even joined this secret society. So they have a science of understanding the human psyche at a very deep level in these secret societies. Now, they've passed that information on to the CIA and intelligence agencies, uh, again, through MKUltra and other stuff, where they understand the way that people operate. And they keep that information totally hidden from us. Um, and it's a, it's a fucking truly scary thing to see because people, people believe, um, that maybe occultism is inherently bad, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's part of the narrative of why they try to make occultism and all things magic, quote unquote, uh, bad because they don't want you to be equipped with any type of mechanism via magic that can protect yourself from any type of attack or, um, you know, things that are going to give you an edge on them. So yeah. it's systematic. They want to make sure that they keep that information hidden. That's why it's even called the occult. Occult means hidden. And yeah. they keep, they want to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, can, yeah see, like, you can see it, like... Like before people get walk into a shop, the ritual is put on their mask and sanitize their hands. And yeah. They don't they don't realise they're doing it, but they're doing a ritual every time they walk into a shop or something, you know. It's... This is um this is uh, you know, like a uh, you know, personal experience that I had. I I uh, you know, had this uh, Facebook group and was um had this uh, you know, member that you know, told me that that in in her uh, daughter's room that there was, you know, paranormal you know, things that were going on, and uh, and uh, she said that um, uh, asked me, me, uh, you know, if I could help her, and I said, yeah, I said I'd be glad to, you know, if I can. I said, you know, just and um, she she uh, you know, said that there was that that she had seen this this uh, you know, figure uh, you know standing over her you know daughter's crib, and that. Out, out outside of her daughter's bedroom door, there was like this this small, um, this, you know, smaller, um, dark darkness or something, you know. And she said that that the that that she had you know contacted this man, this you know person who who uh, told her that 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 he had you know that he had you know, certain powers and things you know, that that. That he could um, help help her, and uh, you know that that he could quote unquote send um, send you know spirits to literally watch over her daughter. And she said, she said, you know, she said it was okay. She said, but she said as time has gone on, she said it just seems like you know things aren't aren't as you know good. Or you know, protective as they should be. She's just like these are you know bad things, and I said, okay, I'll you know check it out or try to or whatever. And so basically, what I did is just uh, what I uh, you know do is just um, use my imagination, which is that's where like the astral realm, um, and that's where. I think that that all 
resides is in your imagination. And yeah. it's, um, it's, you know, very strange, but yeah, yeah, it, it, it's not a, uh, you know, it's not this place, not this distant planet or whatever. Your own imagination in somehow, some way you can connect with another you know, person or mind or whatever or several. But to make a long story short, I, uh, you know, went to, went to her house in my imagination, uh, you know, focusing and, um, and when, when I went in or whatever, you know, there was this, there was this dog there at the, uh, you know, door of her daughter's bedroom and it growled at me and everything. And I'm like, you know, in my mind, I mean, it's not literally in my mind. I'm like, get the hell back, you know. You you are way out of your league, and your dog just starts whimpering and curls up, you know. And so, so I walk through through the door, and at the crib where the baby was, there was this this old nurse, like old nurse in there, over the baby's crib, and she like holds up her hands or whatever, you know, and she says, "I know why you're here," and I said. She says, and I'm leaving. And I said, before you leave, I said, you tell, tell who sent you, who made you leave. I said, that's, that's what you're going to do. And she says, yes, yes, scared to death. Enough. And I said, and take your dog with you. She did it. You know, now you may say, whoa, man, he's crazy. He is nuts. You know, animal might be, but the proof's in the pudding the next day. Nobody knew this. The next day, this guy that supposedly sent these spirits to this woman, we were we were very good friends. I mean, we'd been friends for like a year or two. I mean, never had a bad word between us, and we had plans to, you know, do a lot of things. After that, when I told her, I said, and you tell the person who sent who sent you. Who made you leave? The next day, this guy sends me a message and he says, I, I hate to, you know, tell you this. He says, but I can no longer be your friend and, um, I'm, uh, you know, um, I'm, uh, you know, cutting ties with you. I'm like, wow. This is the guy who sent these things to this woman's house. She told me that, you know, he did not know that I was doing what I did. So for him to just the very next day, less than, you know, 12 hours later, to send me a message and just say, yeah, have to end things with our friendship now and block me on everything. After that, speaks volumes. I mean, it was just crazy. But sounds it, mate. Sounds it. I tell you what, right? We don't have to go through some shit, you know. If you think about it, it's like it's one thing after another. Mm-hmm. And, and all and all we're doing is trying to get information out, truth, truth information. 
Yeah, and there's a reason why it's all happening now, too. I mean, uh, of course, these the guys who understand magic, um, who don't want us to have the same information, they're using these principles of magic to plan events, to engage certain wars or viruses at certain times with different coding behind uh, the names yeah. of, mm-hmm. of the, the virus or the war to get some type of response out of the public. And then that what they're doing is they're feeding off of this energy because if they can invoke a certain energy at a certain time, um, even down to alignments of planets or, or, or certain dates of the year, then they know that that plan is going to be um, a bit more successful. And that's why they do it at certain times or even certain years. Um, so ultimately, I, I think, the you know, it, it, it comes off when you see it in this way because it, it certainly is scary. I get that. It scares me too. Yeah, the yeah. crazy events that are happening, but not all is lost because, you know, these guys, they spend tons of time researching these dark occult principles. But like I've said before, occultism is simply, it's no different than electricity. Occultism can be used for good or bad, just depending on how it's used. You know, you can use electricity to shock, to shock someone or you can use it to light a light bulb. And um, that's that's the principles behind magic, because they're spending so much time and energy to keep this information away from the public, because they know that even if a small minority of the of the public learns about occultism, they can overturn the plans of these dark occultists. And Mm -hmm. those plans are, you know. Just put simply, like at this point, based on everything that I've I've learned and, and I've, I've figured out, sort of, especially even in being in a secret society, like I, I just don't, I'm not going to hold back anymore because it, it seems as though, um, the the the, I guess, label of being called crazy or a conspiracy theorist, I give no shits about it anymore. Um, yeah. And this, I, even if the majority of people don't listen to these principles, hopefully it'll still help someone. The goal of occultism, right, for for one's own being, like if you're trying to make, if you're trying to counter this dark occultism, here's how you do it. You have to have your mind and your body and your will all aligned at the same time. Now, what they're doing is they're putting out these plans and they're executing them the same way. But in dark occultism, it's a lot. If you are willing to do dark occultism, you're going to have a lot of negative reactions come back onto you. Um, That's just general rule of occultism. If I do something bad, it comes back to me twofold. So in light occultism, which I wouldn't even call it occultism because it's it's really just what we should all be doing because that's the way we were designed to be, is to have your heart and your mind and your will all aligned together. So the first thing that we have to stop doing is being so fearful of this agenda, right? That's what they want. They want us to keep us in this fearful state where we're so worried and scared. Oh, what could we possibly do? 
when in reality, if if we, even a small minority, can focus our will and our heart and our mind into one single thing, then it can help to totally combat the overwhelming majority of dark occultism. And what I mean by that is saying, if you think something, right, oh, well, I really, I really dislike the way that, you know, these dark occultists are treating us. Well, that's a thought, right? So there's your, that's, it's broken down in, into Christianity as the triune God, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Triune God, the, did you say, mate? Yeah. You say, look, so triune God, right? Yeah, so that's the way that the metaphor is given in the Christian terms. But um, reality, it's going into something deeper. Um, the mind and the heart and the will are the three three things. The triune God that's explained in Christianity right. and other religions is you being able to realize that your thoughts and your will and your emotions, your heart, all have to be aligned together in order for us to make deeply impactful um, reactions in this world. So if we're tired of, of seeing this abusive relationship between these dark cultists and, and the public, then we can fight back against it by uh, making sure that our mind, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions are all aligned perfectly so that if we are thinking and getting out of that state of fear in our mind, and then we're no longer going to give that attention um, in our emotions, right? We turn on the, the TV and we see all these terrible things that immediately creates an emotion. That's one purpose. And we have to trump that by using our own emotions and our will, which is action, to combat those things uh, together, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fascinating that mate really is um, and, and I understand it the way you explain it it's uh, I was on I was about this before with the New York patient the way that uh, whenever you do whenever you look into anything you research anything occult rejects how you explain it it means an, an awful lot it means everything yeah I- that's what they, I tell you, I'm telling you guys, that is what they want to keep hit. That is the se- the most secret of secrets, is that what we think creates a reality. What we feel creates a reality. Our will and actions, that creates reality. So when you have those three things combined, <laughs> you're able to trump any of this dark magic because they're doing it against our will but with our permission. We don't want these negative, terrible things to happen in our world, but they've told us the plan long ago in movies, television, the news, you know, elections, world events. They've told us what they're going to do. And by they've kept so many of these different occult principles secret that they're able to do whatever they want because no one is being given the information of how to combat these things by using just the same type of principles that are upheld in nature and it's just the way that that no it's no different than gravity it's the way that just things work and operate in our universe so it can be combated um it's just been totally hidden from so many of us yeah yeah it's uh 
fascination. It's like it's just, turning lead to gold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alchemy. Yeah, so. Change. So is that why people like to practice gratitude, like to get into the um, heart space, and then whatever you put your mind to will like, help create that. Is it? Along yeah, the exactly. Well, you know, there's the um, there's the uh, you know fact that that uh, that I guess to say that that uh, the that each atom is uh, uh, made up of <clears throat> electrons, protons, and neutrons, but that it basically it is 99.99% empty, and so so it's like when when you take that you know triune you know, model god the father god the son god the holy spirit there's your proton electron neutron and with with it being 99.99% empty i've heard heard you know some say that that it is it is so faint that it really doesn't exist but it does it's like you know, it can exist and not exist. It just kind of goes in and out. But that speaks volumes because of the uh, you know what what has been proven that our reality is affected by the observer. Like you know, when it it's waves, but when it's observed. It becomes particles. So it's yeah. probability until you observe it, and then it becomes a reality. Yeah. When you and observe it, it defines itself. And with massive right. surveillance, what is being defined is us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it starts to make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, that was a badass point. That was, <laughs> that was sick. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Well, well, that is that is uh, something that that is that explains things like like what I just told you about about the nurse, you know, quote unquote ghost or you know, spirit and the dog spirit, you know, and also explains things like skinwalkers, uh, you know, things mm-hmm. that are like quote unquote dimensional. They're not. Yeah. I'm convinced that that's what's at play here is is that the down on the molecular structure, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, say, and, you know, nothing against them, God bless them, but they say, you know, viruses aren't real. Nobody's ever seen one. But then they turn around and talk about nuclear energy, and I'm thinking, well, you're talking about atoms, and no one has ever seen an atom before. Because you know it's it's so much smaller than a virus, but so that kind of blows your blows your argument, you know, out of out of the water. But that's just it. Is is Einstein general, uh, you know, uh, you know theory of you know relativity or the you know, special you know theory basically said that that when at your wall or your couch or whatever. Uh, uh, that you know behind you when you're not looking at it 
it really doesn't exist. It's only when you turn around and you observe it, does it exist? Does it become, uh, you know, solidified? But if you're not looking at it, it it's there, but it's not it's it's not solid. It's not a reality. And to take that into a step that is really mind blowing is I was in about 20 years ago. I was in San Antonio, where um, where the um, how was it called? Oh, virtual reality game first. You know, came out where you wear the headset and everything. And I was I paid like twenty five dollars for a five minute, you know, play this with a with a you know pistol and and headset, and it was so cool. I mean, it's like you know you're really there for all practical purposes. I mean, you there were you know people that were looking around the corners and stuff, you know, and it's like man, I I could do this all day, you know, it's so cool. But when when I heard something, you know, behind me, I turned around like really fast and there was nothing there and then all these pixels fill in and the you know game you know continued so later you know like a year later i was reading and it said that our reality is made up of pixels you know and that that um that that's what it was talking about as far as the observer is that, that our reality is controlled by the observer, that it wouldn't exist if the observer wasn't observing it. And I thought about that, and I'm like, oh, man. So if I'm not observing it, then it doesn't exist. But when I turn around and observe it, it does exist. I, your consciousness creates reality, but in that game, I turned around too quick. There was nothing there. And then it filled in like a second later, but still, there was nothing there when I turned around because I did it so quick. <coughs> and if, if that's not a metaphor for what observer-created reality means is, then I don't know what is. So basically, I think that what we call reality is a simulation. I really do. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, looks, looks. Um, a odd man. As uh, you said, hello. Oh, what's up, odd man? Uh, he uh, he can't join us. He's currently out, but uh, he wanted to, but he's currently out and about. So maybe next time we. Uh, but I've, I'm doing a show with him on Sunday, which I cannot wait. I've been, I've been wanting to speak with that man for fucking hell, but it's a bit for ages, mate. He's a uh, quality in it. Yeah, very, very good guy. Awesome content. Yeah. He makes really good podcast, and uh, yeah, people should definitely uh, check him out because yeah, he's brilliant. And, yeah, I think the first time I heard him was sure he was on here called, called Rejects. Uh, yeah, we've done a, a bunch of different podcasts yeah. together and, and different series and stuff. 
and uh, it always works out. Like his his content is so good; it's very thoroughly researched. Um, yeah, you see a lot of yeah, you see a lot of guys out there who are making content um, that's not, and he just he's exceptional. Does a great job. So yeah, definitely can't wait to get back on the mic with him too soon because he's <laughs> yeah. one of the good guys, you know. Yeah, yes, he is definitely. Definitely. Can, can I introduce a, a topic? I don't know. Sounds good. Yeah, sure. I think well, Lee has his mic muted. Yeah, I think so. Doesn't show up, but go for it. Sorry, lads, go for it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, well, um, from what I've been studying, uh, the phenomenon of demonic possession is very real, and the demonically possessed can be very um, outwardly social. Very, for example, there was a case of these priests, these Catholic priests that got uh, possessed by the devil. And they opened their own cults, their own churches. These people uh, organize, these people build. They're not wasted away in a corner, in a, in a small house in the middle of nowhere. These people are doing things. And if you think about it, if you were to release a virus, hypothetically, of course, uh, killing five million people, wouldn't you be, in a way, Demonically possessed. Mm, well, what's your pretty funny about that? <laughs> well, I, mean, you know, I would, I would agree with oh, that oh. to to some extent. Yeah. yeah. Um. That that that's all. Um. Uh. You know. To me, that you know depends on what your definition of a demon is. I've I've helped. Uh, you know, been, uh, you know, helping people for 30 years with what you just said, you know, supposedly, you know, demonic activity and sometimes, you know, quote unquote possession. And it's, um, uh, you know, you were talking about different dates and different years, you know, uh, you know, having power, uh, I think, and, from 92 to 2017, and there was like, you know, one one or two people a year would, you know, contact me. And then 2017, something happened, and I had people that were contacting me. Sometimes it would be like 25, 30 people a week. A week? And, uh, a week? Yeah, That's a, week. a lot. That is a, Jesus. a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It's like like the gates of hell broke broke open, you know. And um, but it was just just like like uh, deluge, just boom. And um, and and it uh, went on like very very unusually high like that. Most of most of the people they it was just. It was they themselves that um, 
they were having some kind of you know break, some kind of mental break. And um, but there were you know things that happened that that I've seen that I could not explain. But I told my wife um, it was about you know 2017. I told her I said um, there was a uh, you know, woman that contacted me in Las Las Vegas. Uh, she we did uh, you know uh, you know video calls or whatever, and I saw you know certain things that I, I, I told her I said if I don't think this is going to be uh, you know like you know something that's going to uh, you know be rectified you know the um, uh, uh, you know video and uh, you know she asked me if I could come there so I went. And, um, and I, you know, stayed at her mom's house and spent, you know, four days there. And, um, there was just, there were, you know, things that, you know, took place that I can't explain, but, but I left there and she was, she was much, much better. But when I got home, I told my wife, I said, I can't help, but, uh, you know, but, you know, say this, I said, or, you know, feel this, I said, I feel like that every person that, that goes through this, that it is consciously, or most of the time unconsciously, it's coming from them. It's coming from them. They're the ones that are doing it. They just don't realize it. They don't realize that they're the ones that are doing it. And so, so because they've been conditioned to believe that there's there's outside forces that can do this, then that's the first thing that they that they say, you know. And um but but um yeah, that's um my view on you know demons is uh you know, the word demon comes from the Greek daemon which originally wasn't a bad thing. It was a good thing, like your higher self. And um, then then it became a bad thing, you know, through mm-hmm. religion, uh, you know. Yeah. But um, that's, a, that's a very good question, though, because, you know, whether or, or not it's coming from an outside source or from the person themselves, it's still evil. And it does bad, you know, destructive things, so. Yeah. Greek magicians used to believe that possession by the demon, or daemon, as they called it, with an A, was the ultimate goal of, of magic. Because magic wasn't always about this dark manipulation of people. Once upon a time, it had good uh, noble goals. And they believed this possession was a good thing. And sometimes it is. Some people are possessed by genius. And they move like, well, like they're possessed. But it's not a bad thing. Not always, of course. But sometimes yeah. it is. And there's no, they, there used to be exorcists. But uh, I don't know if they still exist or if they get funded. Because I don't think the church is very, the church doesn't want to, to, to fight the problem of demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've become very political. Yeah. They call the deliverance ministry, they call now. Deliverance. 
ministry. Yeah, I think I think deliverance ministry. That's very interesting. Um, I, I I would say that it's uh, everything that was just said is incredible and definitely probably a, a mix of maybe all of those things kind of together. Um, just at least based on my experiences, I've certainly seen some very crazy things. Um, I have a uh, friend and, uh, but more importantly, a family member who has had very strange things that have happened in their house <clears throat> that is very violent, aggressive, and I guess you could say evil and uh, seem to kind of come out of nowhere. And these are people who are just, they don't give any attention to any type of religion mm-hmm. or any type of spiritual beliefs, but some, for some reason, they are plagued with this crazy, what seems to be intelligent entity or energy within their home. Doesn't matter, uh, where they move. Doesn't matter. It's always with them. <laughs> they, they, They've moved like 30 times, um, in, <laughs> Yeah, again, this is a family member, so it's someone I'm very close to, but they've had very bizarre and strange things that have happened all around their house and to them, too. And I think that a lot of the times that, yeah, we can sort of create these demons in our own mind and we sort of Mm -hmm. manifest them into reality. Um, And then at the same time, I I do think that there are conscious and I, I do believe that there are conscious entities that are, um, in a, in a magical sense, sort of like tied to either planetary energies or the energies that we're giving off that correspond to those planetary en- energies. So it's sort of yeah. uh, both things at once, you know. Like a tulpa, like a tulpa that yeah. that is, uh, that is uh, you know, it it is a, a focused creation of the imagination that becomes something real and then it goes rogue and you know uh, uh you basically says you know i don't need the host anymore it becomes sentient and uh but imagine somebody doing that without realizing it mm-hmm. that's what our demons are is is yeah is the first you know an obsession creation. that becomes a possession right and it is it is usually in my experience it is usually um uh, people that are that are very intelligent and whose imagination has like no limits they're very artistic very creative and they're very spiritual now that's just me i mean that's just what i've seen for the most part um it's um uh you know very uh you know seldom if if ever that i've ever you know had uh, somebody called me and says, "Hey, I'm an atheist, but I'm having you know just these things going on." Um, you know, that's just the truth. Yeah, and I almost think it can even be passed down um, to either um, family members or <laughs> even objects. I, I believe that when uh, you know, for example, let's say that you are extremely depressed, um, having very negative thoughts, and you're doing that for a, a very long time, and it just sort of like, um, it saturates the entire area, and so more or less creates its own demon in that space, 
because of the energy that's being created there. And so then people move in after that person has passed away and they're experiencing similar events because it's this residual energy that's left there. I, I definitely think that it can be also attributed to like objects. Um, yeah. It's, it's weird. I mean, it's, it's like I said, definitely all still learning. It's like, it's also like an attachment to, it's, we mentioned this before, look, you know, like with like areas, like for example, uh, you know, 9-11, uh, the Twin Towers. Um, mm-hmm. when, when we went to New York, when, when we went to Twin Towers, it's got like, uh, it's got a certain energy. Like, it's like, it's not a nice feeling, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you can, mm-hmm. you can, it's like, some, you can tell something some bad's happened there. Yeah, and, and, and kind of, and that's a great point because, uh, to what, uh, Wanda said is, so, you know, could this be some type of like demonic activity within, you know, this jab that they're giving? Well, as a dark magician, if I'm sitting there and I'm making nefarious plans, I'm, I'm making this crazy concoction with some type of, nefarious will and and then i uh, you know it's alchemy i create this jab to give to people out of in a bad negative destructive mindset and then distribute it to the masses that is even of itself some type of you know demonic (laughs) will that you that you're giving to others especially in the self-policing the forcing people to betray their neighbors to the authorities by telling them he doesn't wear a mask or he doesn't believe in the mask and the vaccine and reporting your own family members in Canada in a city I don't remember which I think Ottawa the the internet um, they got doxxed they sent these were people that sent to the authorities information about other people that were violating the curfew and other uh, policies and they got hacked. I mean, thousands of people. I'm talking about I don't know, 900 Missouri residents who snitched on lockdown rule breakers fear retaliation after details leaked online. It was in Missouri. I'm sorry. They dug 900 people, dug people they know. And for what? It's It's diabolical. This is something that the Nazis would do, you know? Uh, making children tell their... Their te- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. children tell their their teachers about how their their parents are not aligned with the Nazi ideology or communist ideology, depending on on the on the, on the, on the country. It, it's diabolical. Yeah. Because yeah, we're not talking about they're going to rob a bank and yeah, call the police. But don't call the police to tell them, oh, my neighbor just invited his niece and they don't wear a mask inside their homes. That's just evil. That, that's malevolent. Mm-hmm. Go the extra step. Yeah, look, you know what you're on about your family member? Is that like poltergeist activity? Uh, yeah, so, well, it's it's kind of a long story, um, but... Essentially, they're uh, and I. I think that I have a very different view about the situation that's going on there compared to what they do because they try to ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist. Um, they, 
love my family to death, but these people <laughs> are not necessarily the most critical minded people. Uh, and they like, it's just this crazy energy and experiences seem to plague them. And, uh, it's weird because it doesn't see, they, there's no occultism that seems to be involved in the whole thing, um, unless you kind of go back a couple of generations. But even now, um, based on what I've kind of figured out of why I think it's happening to them, I think it's revolving around certain objects that they continue to keep. And uh, it's passed down from certain family members before them. Mm-hmm. And they uh, will not get rid of them. And every place that they've traveled to, it, it just follows. And it, as long as they have these objects in the house, then it continues to, to take place. And they're, they're so unbelieving about the occult that they refuse to get rid of these objects. So it's a it's wow. a weird situation, yeah. Yeah, perfect storm type of thing. Yeah. Uh, like I've I've had kind of you know, people call me about uh, you know uh, you know like my life activity, poltergeist activity, whatever. And most of them I'll, I'll ask, do you have a young? daughter or son that's going to puberty and I'm like, how did you know? I'm like, well, that's what that's what usually uh, you know, in these cases of unexplained activity, most of the time it is it's 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 a child that's one that that has a lot of um hormonal changes and going on and somehow, some way that affects um the Electricity, uh, all kinds of things. And so, that's yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why I think it, like sort of both of those things can be true. You know, that we do create our own demons in our in our mind. We manifest them into into reality. And then, sort of using the occult principle of as so above, so below. Um, maybe in some way, even those thoughts or, or that uh, creation of demons in your own mind also creates some type of energy in the ethereal, which is it's like manifested into a neighboring dimension or something. It's weird, um, but yeah, it's a it's a very com- very complex subject for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's the mouth song. The Kenneth Grant called it that, that song between imagination and reality. Uh, this middle plateau, as other people call it, they, he called it the Mauv song, or Mauv, M-A-U-V-E. It's a type of purple. I don't know why the name is so strange, to be honest. I didn't read that book. But he called it that, the Mauv song, where all the things too, exist that are in exactly in reality. One thing, too, is that's why that Einstein made the quote Imagination is more important than knowledge because yeah. knowledge has limits and imagination doesn't. Exactly. Imagination is about the infinite. Reason is about the particular. Somebody got a background. Sorry? Somebody got a television on it background. Mm, not me. Not me. Are anybody talking? <laughs> no, not me. There was a... Uh, just just about a minute ago, I thought I heard, heard growling and some kind of, I don't know, 
I moved because my wife needed to best, make a phone call. Best you can do, best you can do, is tell your wife, get out of the house, we're busy. Juan's <laughs> <laughs> just got a really, he's got a really good mic, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, again, like what you, what you were just talking about there, like the, that's why I kind of stress so much about you know, the the mind in, in your imagination, what you think creates this reality, because that reality is is manifested into our plane. It's what we experience all around us. And for some reason lately, I've noticed that there has seemed to be like this heightened um, sensitivity with this uh, concept, this occult concept. I'm starting to notice that things that I think um, or things that I'm researching begin to like synchronize and, and I'm their information's coming to me just based on um, things that I'm, I'm thinking about. Like, you know, we're doing a new series for the occult rejects and that's not a, a plug at all. I promise. Like, but I'm noticing that the stuff that I'm researching um, about this subject is starting to be talked about now after it hasn't been talked about for a decade. In the media That's now, true. suddenly today, right, yesterday, it's all being released. This information about the thing that we're covering right now—it's just—it's it, very bizarre. And the 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 uh, your father of uh, the term synchronicity is other than Carl Jung. Mm. Yeah, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a like, like a, you know, you, uh, you know, not, not you personally, but everybody, you know, we say, well, I believe that, you know, I believe it. And then you find out what true belief is when you experience synchronicity in your face and then you're like, oh my God, this really happened. It's like, but wait, I've been saying all these years I believe and then I'm shocked when it, you know, when it proves itself. Yeah. It's that boom, it's that aha moment and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean like I, I don't know who I don't know who said it. I think it I think it might have been Texorcist, but um yeah, I think it was I think it was Texorcist. But you said that about the simulation theory. To me I absolutely agree. I, I think that that's exactly our situation that we're in. It's some type of uh, simulation that works very similar to, you know, traditional programs or, um, you know, like video games, I guess you could call it. But this, and the same way they outline it in the Matrix, they they take the entire Matrix series and they outline about how Neo is living in a Matrix, how his thoughts affect reality, how he's able to dodge bullets based on his, you know, detachment from this Matrix because he's creating his own reality. Uh, to me, I I totally agree with that. I, I think that's exactly and, um, what the situation could be. And um and I look up um Doctor <clears throat> um Doctor um his name is Gates Doctor Sylvester Gates. He is a uh, physicist that has been studying 
um, you know, quantum physics, all this for like 40 years. And he is, is on the you know, stage with, um, with, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, very, very famous, um, Tyson, Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson. Yes, yes, yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's on stage with him and like eight, eight other, you know, expert physicists of the world. And he said, um, uh, you know, Neil says, well, you know, tell us what you, uh, you found out in your research. And he said, well, he said, I went, went down, you know, to, to the, you know, to the smallest, to the micro level, you know, that I could go to. And he said, there was a code. He said, you know, like a numeric code, he says, but of course it wasn't like numbers. He says, but nevertheless, it was a computer code, if you will. He said, you know, and he said it, it, it made up the, um, made up and was also a part of what we would term reality. And he said, I never thought, he said, when I started researching, he said, 40 years ago, that the, that my, uh, you know, that I would discover that we're living in the matrix. Neil deGrasse Tyson says, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did you say? And he said, I just did. He said, I never thought that I would discover that I was living in and he said, um, this, he said, but that, that's what it, that's what it is. He said, said, uh, you know, reality is, is made up of code, uh, hmm. language, if you will. Now you yeah. take the Bible in the beginning was what? The word. And the word was God and the word is God. Well, what's God? The creator. So, it's like, okay, well, that, but what is the creation? The creation is the word, the code. And if, if you replace code for the word, word, in the beginning was the code. And the code was God and the, and the code is God. I uh, you know, and, uh, it's, it's uh, just like, you know, when the Bible says, you know, Moses went up on Mount uh, Sinai and God, uh, God, you know, gave ten commandments. We've all seen the movie where Charlton Heston comes down and he's got the two, you know, granite blocks, you know, that has five on one side and five on the other. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that, that God wrote those. Uh, it, you, Bub, you were up there 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, I could have knocked that out in like an hour, you know. Like, <laughs> dude, you know, and plus, you know, like, oh my God, you know, if it was just 10, yeah, Moses did that. But it wasn't just 10. It, it was, it was actually the 10 commandments plus 613 more commandments, and it was the first five books of the Bible. You know, the first, the, uh, you pull them. Okay, well, how, how, 
how can he come down with with all of that information and in the um in the um, uh what is it the um Jewish you know mysticism the uh, you know literature um it it says that Moses when when he went up on Mount Sinai, he looked down and he was walking on transparent blue um what's the stone um blue uh blue sapphire and that that when that when God gave him the the um the uh, you know commandments and the the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, all this, that it it was engraved on the same blue translucent blue sapphire that get this could be rolled like a scroll but was as hard as a diamond. And I start thinking about Samsung and the new technology where you can have a cell phone that you can wrap around a pole. Or that you can roll yeah. up, you know. Oh, and it's crazy, that way. <laughs> that is really something, you know. So, uh, you know, Moses, Moses wouldn't carry down, you know, like sixty-five blocks of granite. No, he would carry them down, pro- probably, uh, you know, in a chip or something, you know, because the the uh, your Bible, as as it was written originally. There's no breaks in it. It's a continuous strand of like 304,000 some odd, you know, Hebrew letters. Um, there's no breaks. There's no, you know, there's no periods, no commas, no nothing, no verses, no nothing. And when you think about it, it is an unbroken strand, continuation of letters. And that just screams computer code, you know. Just, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and the 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 code that you were mentioning specifically about that clip with uh, Tyson and others, that code is called Shannon coding. Um, yes. This is something well, that yeah. we had. Yeah, we had, we had covered in one of our other series. Um, and it's very weird when you look at this because that's what he calls out specifically in that conference. He says, what I see when I look at all these, the distance of planets between each other, when I see, you know, fractals, um, what this is, it's code. And, um, it's not even, he, he says it's not just any code. It's one specific code called Shannon coding. And this is, um, look it up. Yes, 1948. And, yeah. um, it's a loss, it's a lossless data com, uh, compression technique that's used for prefix coding so that information is never lost. Um, but sort of like feeds off of, it's, it feeds off of the information put into the code in order to make decisions in the future. It's very, yeah. very and, crazy. And it is, it, it is also a self-correcting code. Now. Right. When, when, when you take that, when you hear that, you know, self-correcting doesn't seem like much, but this is, this is the kicker is, is that we all have 
Now, this, this is mind-blowing. We all have something that in the Bible is what I believe is called the book of life. That's DNA. DNA. Okay? And it, too, is a strand of letters that unbroken, you know, it goes on, blah, blah, blah. Okay? But you also have what's RNA that literally is the backup to your DNA when something goes wrong or when your DNA fails to replicate correctly, the RNA is there as a backup to correct it. So it's self-correcting, which brings me to another belief I have is that what we we believe ourselves to be biological, not artificial. But biological, in my opinion, is just another word for advanced artificial intelligence. Mm. Oh, very interesting, Tax. Very interesting. Uh, just a quick one before we continue this one, mate. Yeah, just a quick one, Tex. We have got uh, another uh, guest jumping on with us now, uh, Jack Allen. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, this is going to be good, I guess. Jack? Usually when I hear a gasp or I hear, oh, Lord, that's, that that means it's going to be good. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's definitely solid. Hey, you okay, Jack? I think he's muted. Yeah. Uh, He's trying to unmute. He just ended that. Are you all right with your sound now, Juan? I'm sorry, what? Uh, Is the the sound okay? You all right now? Do I sound okay? Is the sound okay? You all right now? Is the sound okay at your end now? Ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm back in my room. It's quiet again. Uh, Okay. I'm back in my cell, so. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was saying uh, Jack's having a hard time uh, unmuting himself. I guess he's just just pressed on mute. He tried, yeah. Finally, Jack on. Okay. All right, can. Can everyone hear me? Sorry for yeah, that. Yeah, oh, dude, I don't know what's going on. Sorry. There's a button, Jack. It's called unmute. Um. And that new button is so easy. Yeah. Yeah. We're good now. We're good. All right. Now we're good, dude. I don't know what happened. Yeah, Thank no you. No problem, mate. I'm sorry for interrupting you, dude. Sorry about that. Text was just. Um, Explain it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, good man. Yeah. Good. yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Do you want to, um, Jack, Jackson, can you hear now and everything? So, are you oh, okay to carry on, please, sir? Yeah, yeah, um, I, I was just saying that, that, um, that our, our, uh, you know, DNA, is self-replicating. Okay. Well, the 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 uh, the uh, you know Shannon code that that um, that uh, you know, Dr. Gates you know talked about on that clip with 
Neil Tyson, Neil Tyson, you know, the graph, he uh, says that that it's that the Shannon code is self-correcting, that it corrects itself. It's like you have the code being literally generated, but you have a, a backup code that is there to correct if anything goes wrong with the original code. And that's what your RNA does for your DNA is it corrects any, um, uh, you know, any genetic error or, well, I mean, not all, but I mean, that's what it's there for is to correct. So it's self-correcting. Now, Dr. Gates also says the only the only other place that this particular code is found. Now, remember, this is the code that 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 he says he discovered that is that makes up and is also a part of what we call reality, like matter itself. You know, he said the only other place that it shows up is in your browser. You're surfing the web. Now, so so you have have it in your browser, which is the what what you use the most in your computer on the internet is the browser, where that's the portal to everything. And then you have it DNA, RNA, and then he says at the very basic, as far as I could go, I found after 40 years, I discovered that there is a, there is this code like numbers, like numbers. He said, of course, it's not numbers, literally, but it is a coding in like what said it's Shannon code, which was from Claude Shannon in 1948. I mean, this was like way before there was ever uh, the internet or or computing. I mean, we're talking this was after Babcock, um, who uh, you know started the the uh, you know computer with the friggin' abacus, you know, with the sliding uh, rocks or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like we've come a long way in a short time, and this is. Um, it it uh, you know goes back to to um that we this is my opinion my belief is that like I was telling my doctor uh, he's uh, been my doctor thirty five years I uh, you know go to him and I I uh, he said man you know I said said I come to you and you patch me up. You, you know, you do this, you do that. You like, you know, change my oil, spark plugs, you know. And I said, it, it's like my body is a machine and I'm going to the mechanic. And he said, yeah, he said, that's what it is. Said, the body's just a biological machine. He says, it's, he said, unfortunately, all machines break down. He said, I don't care how well they're made, they break down. And I thought about that, and I thought, we are truly avatars. That's what we are. I mean, 
one person says biological, that's just another term for an ultra advanced artificial intelligence. There is no biological. I mean, you, you think about it. It's a word. Self-correcting. That would mean there is no... How do I say it? If, it, if DNA is self-correcting, then how did the Australopithecus become a human being? How is evolution possible if DNA self-corrects mutations? Okay. Look up RNA, and you'll see that RNA is, is what is there to correct the DNA. Now that doesn't mean, that does not mean that it is 100% that, that there's not going to be mutations. Mutations are going to happen. But for the most part, it's there to correct. Sometimes it doesn't correct, you know, uh, you know right. what I mean? I mean, like it's but, not. But, but, but for the most part, it self-corrects DNA. Yes. That's very interesting. That, Thank you. That, that's so, you know, you don't have kids running around with elephant trunks and horns exactly. on their head. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, wow. but, yeah. And, and two, what, what is very, very, uh, uh, you know, telling about DNA, cannot emphasize this enough, and I believe this too, is that when the Bible says, says that, talks about the book of life, it's really talking about the book of life, which is the DNA, but I think that it's also talking about the book of your life, genetic memory. Like, like when you have, have dreams or, or, or you have like, like a certain draw or affinity for like, like you, like, you know, missing a, a, a uh, place that you've never been, that you've never visited, but you miss it and you wonder, well, why am I so drawn to this place? Maybe it's genetic memory or you meet someone and there's this instant you just know that you know this person and they know they know you but you've never met them genetic memory is what I attribute it to and then you'll think about those those who can you can tune into or can access somehow some way can access parts of that within you that 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 gives them a lot of power It's a uh, fascinating text, man. Isn't it? it really is. So, uh, is everybody okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Somebody's got a dog. They're walking. Yeah. Who's on a dog walk. <laughs> so, um, I guess it's something that I so. Not to change subjects, like super drastic. Uh, everything that we've talked about with simulation is absolutely incredible. But um, I I have to go kind of soon. And I was just um, now that we have Jack on, and uh, he's covered this a bit. I was kind of hoping to get his thoughts before um, before uh, I have to go. But 
when it comes to like the nuclear stuff, we see a bunch of these crazy, you know, threats of nuclear uh, war and um, world events that could bring us into some type of something nuclear. I know that Jack's covered it before that you've said that you've read a lot of different um, uh, books, I, I guess, kind of about the nuclear subject of it, not necessarily being what we're told. Um, I was just kind of wondering uh, to hear Jack's thoughts on that real quick. Yeah, I mean, I dude, I don't like this. So it was a great book. It's called the the nuclear hoax, I think, or the nuclear scam. And basically, it's written by like an anonymous physicist. And all I don't know if like he says nuclear power is absolutely real, but nukes, the way that they're described to us, are not real. And the examples he gives is like uh, for our Manhattan Project, when we dropped that bomb. We did not test it once. It was the first time. And this is a, you know, we spent, I think today it would be like a billion dollars on this. And they never tested it. They tested it in Mexico. And, you know, that supposedly that one, uh, what the Trinity bomb, that bomb, though, right. wasn't the same type of nuke that we dropped on Japan. It was a totally different delivery system. They never tested it. How would this bomb that's super fragile, that, Again, we're brand new. How will this work when we're flying it up, shaking it around in an airplane, and then just drop? How do we get it to blow up right as it hits impact or right around the ground and all these things like that? And also, like, the locations they picked were previously firebombed the day before. Like, it, you know, they all these examples that they talk about that, that there was no, like, radiation, like, the plants were growing there. After the fires, you know, within the next year. And what was the other big? Oh, the other big point was they dropped them on insignificant areas in, 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 in regards to the war. Like it wasn't on a Mitsubishi factory that was making the weapons to kill Americans. It was on a town that I told you that was already firebombed the day before. And this was the big point, too. So they right before they dropped the bomb, a memo went out to the military and they said, Nobody can fly around Japan, right? Like, you cannot go there. And, of course, you know, just like the United States government, always we just get so lucky all the time, everybody. I don't know if you know that. Pure luck. And there was a, a spy plane that they didn't get the memo. So they accidentally, they were flying, and right as they dropped the bomb, that's how we have these photos of supposedly them dropping the bomb. Of course, they were well within the blast radius of this unheard of weapon and their plane would have been totally destroyed but luck would have it they escaped that totally you know and were able to deliver the proof to show you that see we did drop a bomb on uh japan but that's just a brief that's my brief so i don't we didn't drop nukes on japan if we have nukes i don't i don't know i don't know what are other people's opinions you know like with Jack, with regards to that, you know this Hiroshima, right? And they go on about nuclear, uh, the, the the aftermath of a nuclear bomb. Uh, didn't they? But weren't they back habitating that land uh, relatively quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm confused. That's what I'm confused about, mate. Right, and Japan's not a big island, dude. If no, one of these bombs has rate, like, dude, that would knock out, like, 
you know, a large, a huge part of Japan for thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. Drop a bottle and speak Japan, probably. I think you drop a you know tar bomb like a hydrogen bomb. It's like you know uh, what like three thousand times the power of the one that was supposedly dropped on Hiroshima. It would probably sink Japan. I mean the whole damn island. You know, I mean the side. Uh, is that that one oh. you mentioned looks what that is? Uh, it's very creepy, isn't it? Is that yeah. The yeah, it's the largest, uh, apparently. Yes, it's the, it. the, and of course, when it comes to like the Cold War and everything, you always have to take all these tests or evidence with a grain of salt because you don't know if it's just being used for propaganda or if it's actually yes. true, just to intimidate one country or the other. Um, something that's interesting about the SAR bomb, though, that this is a, the largest hydrogen bomb that was ever detonated by any country in the world. Uh, it was done in Russia, and um, this was done in the 70s. And the uh, the video that they have of it, uh, I mean, you can go and, and look it up and stuff, but um, they they didn't declassify that until uh, not long ago. More like more details about the SAR bomb, and um, I was just thinking, well, you know, if it was for propaganda purposes, they would have probably released all the information they had about it maybe at the time. But it's it's a weird, yeah, it's the biggest uh, explosion. Send a shockwave apparently around the world three times. They um they uh you know, said that the that the uh, you know, fallout or or the kill uh you know radius of the you know Hiroshima was one mile you know that you know whatever was in its path was you know burned up or just disintegrated or you know caught on fire with the with the star bomb which is hydrogen bomb they said that it would be more like like 50 to 80 miles, you know, everything would just be decimated or on fire. It would be like hell on yeah. earth. I'm, you know, drop on a large enough sheet. Um, do, do you want to say that they would drop something like that? And it would have to be... Would, would literally have to be in my mind for somebody, I mean, even even somebody who was the craziest person on earth, would have to be like, my God, where where everything was already going to hell. I mean, you know, everything's already over. I mean, my God, who would do that? Yeah, and I I could be totally stupid about these subjects. Like, trust me, by by no means am I, am I like even very knowledgeable about these. But when you look at the USA, they had this specific island that they would always go and go and do these hydrogen um, tests on, right? They did like tons of them, more than twenty-five, and it was over decades. And I just kept thinking to myself, well, fuck! If nuclear fallout is so bad, how is it possible for them to keep doing these bombs on the same island at the same location, like over and over again? So it's like I hearing Jack's like uh, opinion about this or his you know his podcast about it always has got me thinking now. That's a great point, dude. That's such a like Nevada that's the, great. Nevada Desert, they were doing so many atomic tests that Howard Hughes is like, they're pissing me off with all this fucking noise, you know? And he's like he's like, I'm gonna buy that fucking desert, you know. You're all fucking fired, you know? And crazy motherfuckers are like, I don't give a damn, you know. I mean, yeah. 
take that sign down. Those neon lights are bothering me. They're like, fuck you. He's like, I'll buy it. He buys it and fires all their asses the same day, you know. They're like, he's, he's like, my meal was late, you know, at this fucking hotel I'm in. They're like, well, fuck you. Go somewhere else. He's like, I'll buy the motherfucker. And he bought it and fires all of them the same day, you know. My hero. <laughs> they come to another point that. Oh, God. They said, hey, Howard. They said, the, the, uh, Supreme Court has, uh, the Attorney General wants you to, you know, give, give an account to the, you know, Senate on, you know, some kind of, and he says, hell, can we buy the United States? And like, um, uh, no, sir, we can't, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. Let me look it up, you know, I mean, damn. And I mean, this guy was like, you know, above and beyond. I mean, not, not only was crazy, but he had billions, you know, like the richest person on the planet. Can we buy the United States? Why? Because he didn't want to get out of bed, you know. Oh my God. Oh, and this was so I, I pulled on my notes just because so, I was, I did it so long ago. But so just the the example this guy gave was so you know is all supposedly all the information on how to build one of these bombs you could get at the public uh, get at a library. None of it was classified, right. and you could litter and then their response if you'd say well you could we have the stuff to build they say well you'll never be able to get the uranium or whatever that's never how you know confidentiality that works but that's brilliant that's fun. yeah and oh, then in, i'm so sorry but oh. the truth is is you can go online right now and you can look up that you cannot have in your possession a nuclear bomb believe that believe it or not but you can build your own nuclear reactor, and it's perfectly legal. Damn. There was a, a teenager in New York that did that in his backyard, in his friggin' shed, some shed in his backyard, built this nuclear reactor, and the only way they found out about it was because he fucked up and got radiation burns and had to go to the hospital. And they're like, what's this? He's like, oh, uh, chicken pox or what? Oh, no, this is like, you're setting off Geiger counters, you know? And he's like, well, the truth is, is yeah, I've been building my nuclear reactor. And they're like, oh, my God, that's got to be against the law. They check. It's not. It's perfectly fucking legal. You know, so. Like, but they. Oh my God. They tried in 2011, the Washington Post uh, worked with some other, like a college with a supercomputer, you know, like the fastest computers in 2011. They used all the information with um, the Manhattan Project, like the specs for the neutrons and neutron reflectors and the speed and required force, all this stuff. And to see how, like, just to see if they could recreate the, 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 the bombs. And they came up with that there was only a 1% chance. They could never get it to, to uh, detonate on the ground. It would always explode before. But just the fact that they could get it to actually detonate was a 1% chance on their supercomputer of just, like, working at some point, not when they dropped it, like, in transportation. And right. so if unless the Manhattan Project is that much smarter than a supercomputer in 2011 – you know, I'm. It's a well I'm pressing doubt. One thing is 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 what what makes 
the nuclear bomb, what what causes the chain reaction is not stability, but it being unstable. Which which uh, look up Google the demon core. Holy hell! Now that is that's something that is fascinating. The demon core was was a uh, the demon core. Yes, was here in the United States. Uh, it it was a it was a um, was a core of uranium or something that did not detonate. Okay, but it was it 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 was highly highly stable. Okay, so what they did was they put they put lead casings around it like an egg, like one on top, one on bottom, and as long as the core wasn't completely encapsulated, it remained stable. But you got the you got several window lickers, you know, that you know that weren't too bright. And so what they're doing is they're taking they're taking fucking sticks or two sticks. They're trying to see how close they can get it without really setting it off. And the results were beautiful, like disastrously beautiful. I mean, we're talking the dude that, that you know, there's like eight other people in the room, okay? And this guy is a professor, a professor. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take these, these uh, ice cream sticks put it in here you know and you're talking oh my god this is going to end badly and it did he says they hear this this click of of these two lead casings coming together which meant the death of every fucking person in that room it's like oh my god dude goes well that's it like what what he's like well that's it you know it's over when those two hit, when those two halves hit, it closed, it closed in and automatically sent, made that, that core start. It, it had no way to release these neutrons. Okay. So what, what it did was it reflected from the lead casing back into itself and when it did it started a chain reaction and they said that there was a blue light this this blue bright blue light that flashed for just a second and that's how they knew they were all dead and this man's hand who who pulled that casing up and um this might have been a different time this friggin' demon core caused a lot of trouble for a lot of idiots but one guy, or it might have been the same one, it slipped and he reached his hand and, you know, caught it and put it back. And he's like, it's been nice to know you, you know, because he knew he was dead. And it's like a day later, there's a picture of his hand and the skin is coming off the bone. The meat and the skin is coming off the bone. It's like, like nobody, I mean, God, it's just sickening. And what happens in that case, like that, is that there's so much radiation that is given off that it literally, it starts 
it it you know kills you it kills your tissue from the inside out i mean you it at a molecular level so you start start melting like literally from the inside out horrible and um god i mean i mean we're talking like the ultimate fucking nightmare and japan or maybe it was here but it was a japanese guy i forget what his name was but you can look it up was in was cleaning some machine or something it might have been like an like an mri machine or equivalent to it and nobody knew this guy was in there cleaning it up and they flipped this thing on with no filters or anything they flip it on and this dude receives so many fevers of radiation that it is ungodly i mean it's like they're like yeah, this dude is about to experience like hell that you cannot even imagine. It's like, oh my God, his entire body is, was was like exposed to to radiation that would it would probably be the equivalent of the entire bomb of Hiroshima or Nagasaki or whatever. Okay, well there's pictures. There's pictures of this guy in hospital bed in Japan. And most agonizing death ever. And get this, the Japanese doctors, Japanese government would not put this guy out of his misery. They wanted to see what the effects were on the human body. This dude lived for like 86 days. And if you see the pictures, you better not be eating because you will puke. I mean, this guy is literally his muscle he is hemorrhaging so bad he his skin is melt his skin and muscles are melting off the bones onto the bed and they wouldn't let him they would not give him they would not euthanize this guy you know i mean he is in so much pain well you know after the first week or so his nerves had all melted so he wasn't in any pain i mean but my god i mean just existing Look it up. I swear to God, you will ne- you will never forget it. It is it is horrible. So so you know whether or not there's 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 like this you know this uh, explosive uh, you know destruction there. There's at least some kind of horrible destruction uh, uh, you know that uh, you know takes place from a um, uh, you know nuclear bomb or you know nuclear yeah. Yeah. have you ever have you ever heard of it's just with regards to uh exposure to nuclear uh any sort of nuclear uh, have you heard of unit seven three one yes dude yeah. yeah. Oh, have you heard of it, Jack? Have you heard about yeah. the looks? Yeah, the, they're that was, those are they were vicious, yeah. dude. Vicious. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I mean, I, my, my granddad was in, uh, he was based in Burma in World War Two in, in India, and they were fighting the Japanese. He fucking hated them. I mean, he hated them as much as they hated Nazis. <laughs> and he, he didn't speak about it a lot at all. He, he, he didn't, uh, didn't like talking about the war, but... Uh, I remember doing something in school about uh, the the camps 
and he went fucking ballistic. Wow. And, and but then uh, since since leaving school and that, and I've been looking into it. Um, more more like the past couple of years, I've looked looked into what they actually did. Uh, these you think you think people think Joseph that the Joseph Mengel, the angel of death, was bad. They were fucking nothing compared to them lot. Dude, they so there was a so I did an awesome or the book was awesome. It's called uh, Gold Hunters, and it's all about how Japan for you know a hundred years ravaged Asia. They conquered Asia pretty much. And took all the wealth yeah. there. And I mean, and our CIA, of course, they hid it, dude, in these tunnels, like, like football field size underground tunnels stacked with treasure. And of course, the CIA got a whole, well, not the CIA yet, but the, the OSS got a hold of that cash. They didn't want to deposit because it would crash the gold market, use it to fund everything. But regardless, the Japanese, dude, if you got a POW, you had a 40% chance of dying in a Japanese POW camp. The Nazi PO survival or death, you would 4%. So it's funny how, like, it's just like that narrative because Americans and the West are so stupid. They can't, like, it has to be, like, good guy versus bad guy. But, dude, the Japanese, literally, they would feed them bleached rice, which is an extra step. Because the bleached rice would get that you are lacking minerals and they would get like that distended stomach and you yeah, literally slower. suffer and die. Yeah. And they would do slower. this extra yeah. step to bleach the rice. But isn't that crazy? 40% you had a, a fifth, you know, one in two, you were dying if you were POW in Japan, as opposed to mm. only a 4% with the Nazis. Yeah. yeah. They were. It's, uh, they're, they're horrible. I mean, my God, they're tortured. It's frightening. Oh. It's frightening. Uh, but yeah, that that is slow torture, that Jack. Yeah. yeah, they made a um a couple movies about that too. Uh, one was called Men Behind the Sun. Yeah, and it shows some of the experiments that they were doing. Yeah. It's torture, it's not experiments, but they were up to some crazy stuff. And what's yeah. wild about it is after the the war ended, uh, the United States instead of totally, you know. <laughs> disbanding the entire operation uh well they went over and decided to continue the some of the experiments because it was outside of u.s territory so they were able to get away with a lot more Look, a lot more stuff mm-hmm. whoa ah this um this uh, guy's name was um was his last name Alton. 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 I mean, you talk about an Alton. This, this, uh, you know, Japanese guy that was the, the most lethal dose of radiation ever inflicted on a human being. His last name was Alchi. O-U-C-H-I. And, uh, oh man, I mean, this is quite beyond sick. Um, like, nobody's business, but, um, he, um, there's, there's like pictures you can see. And I mean, this dude is like, literally, he is, man, I don't even know how to explain it. He is literally disintegrating from, from his, from a molecular level, which, which can only be from, you know, radiation. I mean, it's like, you know, nothing else does that. Um, let's see. Sure. 
Uh, and how was it administered to uh, tax? Was it um, how, how did they give him the the radiation? What's that? He uh, he was in a um, a I think it was like like a uh, you know reactor or or some kind of M, M, MRI machine or something equivalent, and no one knew that he was in there, and they turned it on, and of course, I mean, it didn't take him long to figure out he was in there, but they knew that he was dead. I mean, they knew that they knew what you know radiation that he had uh, you know been subjected to. Yeah, uh, you're breaking up sex. I mean, it, it is the most horrible, you can imagine. I mean, it's, it's worse than, you know, my God. I mean, it's just, whoa. Um, here's, here's some, here's some pictures. I'm going to send you. This is him, um, him in, in the hospital bed. And they're like, yeah, well, we want to see how much more damage it can do. And I'm like, holy yes, you serious. What in the hell, you know? You want to see how much more damage it can do? Dude, he's a puddle already. I mean, it's like, damn, how cruel can you be? But they did, you know. There's a picture of him right there. I just not sent you on the chat. Like, oh, God. Like Japanese was. though, like you know, they were such an amazing. Like they wanted to replicate the 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 loyalty that those soldiers and people had. Like it is great. Like, dude, could you imagine committing seppuku where you take a sword and you stab your guts out to yes. because you embarrassed uh, your can or whatever your family yeah. and your emperor? Like, dude, that's truly like. Like that MK Ultra, that was a part they wanted to do that because they're like, how can these guys just crack kamikaze a plane all exactly. for the glory? Kamikaze. What's that? Kamikaze is another one, yeah. They just uh, that right? is commitment. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a truly amazing, dude. Like that culture, and again, the kamikaze or to commit seppuku, all these things. Like, dude, that like, could you imagine that, dude? Like, I, it's just. Amazing, you know, and now they're an anime culture. How far they have fallen, but it's fascinating. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know, also, as well, um, and this is a prime example. Looks, we've got a culture there of people what will end their own lives, uh, you know, for commitments, but yet you've got shitbags who fucking sneaky bastards who get people blocked off Instagram and they get Discord taken down. Just because they don't like what we're talking about. Yeah. 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 If I remember correctly, after the war, Japan cannot, uh, could not, uh, by legal means, create an army so that the horrors would, would not uh, repeat themselves. However, in the last years, the, that law has been repealed in their parliament, in their congress. And now they are forming a new army. And people are getting a very big interest in guns. Nice. It's yeah. starting again. They're starting to complain about uh, Russian presence in their territory. 
There's some dispute over an island. Yeah, Yeah, one of their islands has, like, been contested, you know. Yeah. It's so close. And uh, Japan and Russia, uh, they never, ever signed any peace agreement after World War II. They're still technically at war. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that looks. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because it was such, such a long time ago, but... Yeah, they they continue to have um, disputes over this set of islands that was occupied by the Russians during World War II, but Japan refuses to give them up. And, like, they're just saying that uh, now they're, Japan's finally able to start uh, an army again because it's revealed. Wow. And it's just like you see these weird events that are happening right now, and it really reminds me of the um, events prior to World War II. Uh, it's just like the same things are kind of replicating themselves with the Ukraine situation and Russia. And it's, it's weird. I, I got a feeling that we might be, um, we might be, uh, looking at something much bigger here soon. Ooh, that's a really good point, Lux. World War II, I mean, especially, man, yeah, so here, here it is, you know. 2022, Putin invades Ukraine, which is right next to Poland. Crazy. Mm. Well, um, unfortunately, fellas, I'm going to have to run off here for the night. Um, but I had a badass time. Thank you for having me on, dude. Looks, looks mate. Uh, made up. You, you could join us. Uh, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, you are a fucking legend. Same to you, my friends. Oh, that's so nice. See you later. Thank Lux. you. See you later. Love you, mate. Speak to you soon. Uh, Juan, real quick, are you on uh, Instagram or Twitter? I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Um, let me jot down before I go real quick your handle because. Can, can, can we send you his uh, profile, mate? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, he's at Paul Pasoit on Twitter. Okay. Hey, that's a good oh. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> it relates right to Japan. We were just talking about Japan. Nice. Yeah. It's in yeah, keeping sure, with um, the topic. Yes, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, so, uh, Lee, if you could, yeah, send that over to me if, if you get a chance, and I'll be uh, talking to you guys soon. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the chat. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll see you guys later. See you later, man. Hey, uh, so, so, uh, General Lee, you're in, you're obviously, you're UK. Here in England? Hello? Hey, General? General? General! Report for duty! Yeah. General Lee is in, in the UK. It's. Um, okay. Lots. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? Right, I've, just been, I've just been kicked off. Um, so I, I'm talking a couple of minutes. I've been lost. I've started recording straight away, though. Oh, before you left, last... I was asking, are you where are you? You're from England. 
Yeah, from England, mate. Yeah, Northwest. Morrison. How's your uh, How's your uh, English royalty, king's knowledge? Your Oh no! Oh, I thought you left again. No, no, I mean, mate. What What is it in regards to? The current royal family are imposters, yes. Oh, well, I just meant, like, did you know, do you know, like, does English school teach you, like, English history, you know, like Alfred the Great and all that stuff? No. No? No. Should do. No. Should do. No. What? When I was at school. I'm, well, I'm, I'm 44 years old, mate. 44 years young, I should say. Um, <laughs> they never taught us about Alfred the Great. No way. Really, dude? Yeah. It's one of the most Shocking. important kings in the history, in the royal history of England. I know. It's not the, mo- the most important king in English history is the first king of England. Well, England used to be called Albion. Mm-hmm. Before it, it was called, called Albion. Albion. A-L- Albion, as in, yeah, Albion. Um, um, now, the first king of Albion was Brutus, King Brutus. Okay. Um, king Brutus of Troy. Now, um, when when he, when Brutus was made king of uh, Albion, he changed his name to Britain. Brutus oh. Britain. Uh, yeah. It's there's a lot. But they of don't teach you in school about. The other no. kings? No. Dude, that's crazy. That that's you know what dude, so I don't know how you guys feel about this, but like I've been starting to believe and I'd love your opinions, but clearly, you know, constitutional republics are totally bogus. They don't work. You know, I think and the my evidence is like Freemasons openly admit they overthrew all of the monarchs of Europe to put in constitutional republics because it's easier to manipulate. And so I wonder if they don't teach you that about the, the monarchies because they still want us to believe that, oh, you're not free under a monarch, but you are free under this great constitutional republic where you can lose your job yeah. for saying the right, the wrong thing, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on that, mate. Uh, I think considering that, for example, you've got tax, what you pay when you employment tax. Um, now, a lot of that money, well, the majority of that money goes to the royal family. Mm. Um, mm. I mean, what they own and the money that they get surely should be uh, look at covering things such as like uh, abuse kids, uh, homeless kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've got land, uh, properties. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so, just, it's unnecessary. I want, so like, I, I read somewhere about how the Prince William of Orange or whatever, he replaced, and he was buddies with Rothschild, and he got into power in like seven, and that was the line the orange line then like that was that became all the the monarchs of europe pretty much and i just wonder before that if because obviously england's had like and you know france and europe has had amazing kings and i want and that like right around that time when william of orange he overthrew his step or his father-in-law 
with the the aid of Rothschild funding, and I want and then like I said, his line became all of Europe. And I wonder if like before them, they were good, you know, kings that were doing whatever they thought was best in in their own interest, obviously, but that was also usually the interest of the country as opposed to this globo omo rule that we have now you know i'm like big i'm like almost a monarchist so that's why i'm asking you guys these my my inner thoughts i'm I'm with you on but do i think we we, we would be better off as a culture without the the monarch i do yeah yeah. i do 100 percent and you'd be surprised at how many people uh, are very anti-monarch in England. Um, well, so what the, would you, what would be your ideal? See, I think it'd be the opposite. Like, I think if not, not the current royal fan, like, because they are horrible, but there's yeah, been right. great monarchs through all of history and they, you know, they acted in their own best interest, which was usually the the country's best interest. Like, for example, if you were the king of America, you wouldn't, sell all of your natural resources all at once to enrich yourself. You would sell portion of it, but maintain it. So your family line will have wealth for years to come as opposed to the Congress people we have now, they extract all of the wealth humanly possible. And then they leave, you know, after 40 years or whatever. So I just was wondering, um, and now I forgot my, Oh, if that you, so what would be your form of government general that you would think would be ideal? Uh, well, I, I'm I'm not I'm not into politics at all, mate. But I, uh, I, okay. if, any, if anything, if anything, I would say uh, the people first and foremost. They come first, not money. Mm-hmm. Not not owning property, not owning land. Is if but if they did own property or land, I'd look at. Um, Giving it to those that need it. Um, I mean, you get all, all these charities where they're sending money to Africa uh, and other third world countries, which is it's good. Don't get me wrong, but when you've got when you're walking in the streets round here in in your town and you see all those people and you know those kids who are homeless, I would prioritise. And look after our own first, and then mm-hmm. delegate delegate yeah. accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would, for one thing, I would look at the, the the sort of like the legal structure of things when you've got like, you know, um, somebody who gets caught with a bit of weed on them, a bit of cannabis, and they get like long, they serve more time in jail than what a paedophile mm-hmm. does. I would bring. The death penalty back. <laughs> I love it. Love and, I want, and, and anybody who rapes women and rapes men, and anybody who touches kids, would get the immediate death penalty. Obviously, um, proven I, they've done yeah. it. Yeah, proven they've done it. Obviously, not not just like any people get accused right. of things. What right. not done. Right. right. But somebody who uh, a paedophile. They should be killed. They're not. They're not. They're not part of society, and nor should they ever be, because it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I, I was just wondering, because like I said, like this book, I don't know if you guys are big readers, but it was who's behind the revolutions and it's the Freemasons and like Zionism. And that's what they, and so that, like I said, it's just anytime the Freemasons are behind something, it's never in the best interest of us. So they overthrew systematically Finally. France and everybody to remove the monarch so they could institute this constitutional republic. And so I've come to this belief that they did that because that was the best protection people had yeah. was a, like, you know, a, a, a strong church and a strong, um, yeah. monarch. Zionism is, I mean, I mean, yeah, there was a time, Jack, where it, there's not always been a monarchy in England. There was a time mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, the English Civil War. Right. There was no King of England or Queen of England. Right. Uh, it was Cor- Cromwell, right? Yeah, there's a big statue of him in town. Oh, is there? Actually, I'm going to show you something. Actually. Yeah, show me. Uh, I'll, se- I'll tell you what, I'll send it to the group. It is a picture of in, in the town where I live. Um, this building is still standing. Okay. And Oliver Cromwell stayed here. When he when he was uh, in the Civil War, where is me pictures? I took it for. Uh, do you remember Esoteric Gladiator who was on last week? Tex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took yeah, it I remember. You... Sorry, what? I'm, not... I'm sorry. Yeah, you were saying about Esoteric Gladiator. I think I remember. In general, it's like what's it? It's six hours ahead. What is it? Three in the morning for you over there? The general. This is the the good thing. When you're a general, you can leave. You don't need to let people know. <laughs> He's the general. He can leave whenever he wants to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny, dude. Texasist, do you have an opinion on on my my monarchical beliefs? What's your take? You're in Texas, the Republic of Texas. What do you What do you think of what's the best form of government, buddy? How about no government? So you're an anarchist. That'd be best because yeah, yeah, I'm a lot of things. Um, <laughs> it's um, uh, you know. Hell, I mean, they're all corrupt. I mean, it's like, you know, people are like, oh, well, you know, the Democrats are corrupt. The Republicans, they're all fucking corrupt. Absolutely. You know, I mean, my God. And you send a fucking angel there and they'd be, they'd become corrupted. I mean, it's crazy. We give them too much power. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, like, uh, like they, uh, you know, serve. Well, they don't serve. I mean, they're served. Like, you know, one of them gets pulled over by a cop for, you know, speeding, you know, going 90 miles an hour in a, uh, a fucking school zone or something, you know. And they're like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? It's like, yeah, you're that asshole from Washington, right? Like, yeah, you, you serve us, you know. We Like, and you're well paid for it, but they serve themselves. I mean, so, right. yeah, I'm just. 
I'm just, I don't, know, I, I don't like politics. I don't like religion. You know, putting people up on your know, pedestals and and um, then they began to believe their own bullshit and like, well, I am, you know, I am special. I am powerful, you know, and no, um, like, you know, there, there is no, there's no uh, politician that is not corrupt at some level and there never will be. I mean, just, so and you said you don't like religion. So you're what? So you're not a, a Christian. You what do you what do you what are your beliefs? <laughs> um, I I would say that I'm a Christian, but not a conventional Christian because um, modern Christianity is a front. It is a facade. It is. It is a money-making scam, is what it is. Mm. And um, all the way through, religion is a money-making scam. It is, it is all a big show, and it is a billion, like, like the biggest money-making business system in the world, religion. And but the two work hand in hand: politics and religion, and uh, it's it's like you know all these you know Christians are screaming about oh you know we need to get Christian politicians in so so we can have a have a godly country or whatever and it's like yeah about that there's a thing called separation of church and state and the Bible that you carry around and you you know laud all the time you know. Uh, it says itself that Jesus was crucified by the Romans, which politics of that day, the mm-hmm. political system of that day, and the the um, Pharisees, the religious system of that day. So you put those two back together, and guess what? You're going to have you're not going to have a godly, you know, system. You're going to have a corrupt system of where you're damned either way. So you know. Yeah, that didn't work out too well. So, hmm. but it's it's you know crazy how 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 that there's evangelical Christians who they they think that they know you know what's best and you know if I vote for vote for this person who God has chosen, it's like how do you know God chose them? Um, well. Because that's what people are saying. You know, it's like, yeah, that's not evident. So, what's your basis? And just, you know, it. I I think the if, separation of church and state was because they didn't want to keep Christianity out of politics. They wanted to keep. They wanted to. Wow, I I just screwed up the saying so badly. It wasn't to keep the church. Oh, it was that separation of church and state was written to keep the government out of the church. But the way they use it right. is to keep church and Christian values out of the government. And I think that's like because all of our founding yeah. fathers were Luciferian, deist, Kabbalistic worshipers, and they, they knew what they were doing. So I take it from like the opposite approach that I think that if. Like, yes. Yeah. 
like a you know 10, 10, 10, 15 years ago, they you know found all these children's bodies under the house of Benjamin Franklin, and it's like yes, yes, oh my god, 13. oh my god, that is horrible. I didn't like, know that. Like Dude, yeah. oh yeah, any any. Some some someone needs to contact him in a seance and say, "What the fuck, dude?" You know. And you know what the excuse <laughs> they had was, Juan? They said, "Oh, it's because he was doing science experiments." But, the Jesus. But you know that's that's no, totally yeah. normal. You know, I'm living yeah. in my house. I'm I'm doing okay. I'm some dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna bury him in my basement. Is normal. Sure. I'm just gonna bury him in my basement. You know, who cares yeah. if it's the decomposing smell? But no, it doesn't bother me. I'm just gonna throw him under there. He'll go away. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. healthy. Yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> old Ben Franklin was like, I was John Wayne Gacy when it wasn't even cool. <laughs> and also, Ben, oh like, God. these guys, are, that's why, like, I still say, like, they, they, they knew what they were doing. They didn't want Christianity because they, Ben Franklin, he was part of the Hellfire Club, and the Hellfire Club was oh, like, yeah. a, well, he was, this, like, literally, they would have, they would have huge orgies in caves. They would put uh, prostitutes and make yeah. them dress them up as nuns, and they would, you know, anally sodomize. Mark Twain. Mark Twain was 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 in the Hellfire Club. Oh I mean, wow, I didn't know that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Twain, which 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 I like Mark Twain. I mean, he's cool. I mean, he he told it like it was. You know, he didn't give a damn what anybody thought, which I respect that. But but uh, you know, the Hellfire Club. Um, uh, you know, Mark Twain was like, like, um, like, uh, you know, somebody said, you know, the Hellfire Club, you know, they worship Lucifer and everything, you know, first of all. And, I mean, I'm not being a condescending or anything, but to worship Lucifer, uh, first of all, there has to be a Lucifer that exists. And Lucifer is not even a name, it's two words. It's, it's luck for light and fair to carry or, you know, bearer, light bearer. And somebody took, took that, took those words in a mistranslation in the book of Isaiah for a personal name, which Lucifer, which is Latin for the planet Venus, Lucifer, the morning star. Right. Because the planet Venus rises about, I don't know, eight minutes before the sun every morning. So it's called the morning star. That's, that's the planet Venus. It is not some devil, Satan that, you know, talking about the planet Venus. But when that was mistranslated, Jerome of the Catholic Church knew it was mistranslated, but he left it. He didn't correct it because it was beneficial to the church to have this this devil, this you know, this Thanks. villain, this, this you know, out to get everybody. And um, and if you do something wrong, you know, something really bad, hey, this devil may be good. Well, also the reason why it's called the Morning Star and Venus is because of all the planets or whatever, Venus, its uh, its path forms a pentagram. And so the morning star, the name Venus comes from Ishtar and Isis, and that was the pagan worship. So they called her the queen of heaven. And because Venus, like you said, they call is the morning star because it goes 
with the timing of the sun and it creates a pentagram in the sky. That's why DC right. is laid out in a pentagram because it's the secret worship of the Babylonian Ishtar or ISIS. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, um, then, but, but, um, Lucifer, it means light bearer. And that's what, uh, you know, it was the, it, it's not talking about, oh, how you've fallen from heaven, oh, son of the dawn. You know, uh, it, it is talking about the, the king, the king of Tyre. It is not talking about a literal, uh, you know, deity named the Lucifer. And, it, and it's like, you know, whenever people uh, you know, tell me, um, tell how I'm coming before, well, I worship Lucifer. I'm like, okay, this. They obviously have no clue. I mean, it's like, oh man. And when when I've had people, you know, say that they're that they're cultists or they're magicians or whatever, and they always say, well, you know, I I summon Baal, I summon Belial, I summon Beelzebub. It is never anybody that that um says i summon um a uh lesser demon that no one's ever heard of you know it's always lucifer or you know this this well-known demonic you know demon it's it's just i don't know it's just um there's very few uh you know people that that Truly, are what they what they claim to be. Uh, mm. There's there's a lot of wants out there, and um, the truth is, is those that those that are really serious about it, they don't talk about it. I mean, you know, um, and and if if they do, they sure don't start bragging about, well, you know, my demon's higher than your demon. Oh, it's a contest like that. So hmm. it's uh, <coughs> and uh, too with the modern, you know, mega churches and all this. I mean, it's it's um, it is a it's a show. I mean, it is a production. And now, now you have the the praise and worship, as they call it, and it's like. Okay, that's fine. I mean, that's you know, that's that's part of a church service, always. But when it goes on for like an hour and a half, two hours of praise and worship, and then immediately afterwards they take the offering, it's like, yeah, yeah, you you have just put this these you know, people into an alpha state to where they're more suggestible to to give <laughs> give more money. You know, it's like. Or to be manipulated. I mean, talking, singing, repetitive um, verses and songs for you know an hour and a half, two hours, and then you have the offering, and then you have the message. It's, yeah, those people are being brainwashed. I mean, man, they are they are right to have whatever placed into their subconscious. 
five. Oh, huh. It's, my God, I mean, a few repetitions. I mean, that's, that's a basic and hypnotism and, and the, uh, you know, most, uh, you know, churches, they have the pastors, uh, ministers off stage and wearing a suit and tie or, you know, he's in a position of authority and people are looking up to him and it's like, like that is, that is a lot of, of subconscious manipulation. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you take anybody that, that's, you know, wearing a, wearing a uniform, suit and tie or whatever, you know, people are going to be, are subconsciously, they're going to listen to that person as an authority or an expert and they're not going to question them as much as they would say somebody dressed in casual clothes and not above them on a stage and hmm. uh that's just yeah. it's an interesting I, opinion dude i i value all yes you know i i would disagree but that's what makes this community good because nobody else can disagree in the world or they hate each other mm-hmm. juan are you um, a, are you a christian yeah I, i'm a catholic of, oh, i nice. have problems with the church but Obviously, the Jesuits yeah. took it over in '65. Juan, I just did four episodes on. Have you? Are you a reader, Juan? Or, or you know, if you have yeah. any time, read. I just did, or you can just listen. But I did four on. It's a book called "Rulers of Evil" by Tupper Saucy, and dude, mm-hmm. it's an amazing, amazing. Like, dude, that's why I had to do four shows on it because he, he gives so much info about how the Jesuits took over how uh Loyola like he was worshiping this black statue of Mary and again yeah. that, that Ishtar that pagan he was doing a you know and how like the Knights Templar worshiped a goat head because the goat that Baphomet that's what nursed Jupiter and how Jupiter you get this was the cra- Jupiter's uh mascot was an eagle where do we have eagles well, alone with our countries and Nazi Germany and all these places, but all of like the, a lot of lecterns that hold Bibles are on eagle carved lecterns because the Jesuits took this, took it over and they're worshiping this, their ancient Babylonian pagan religion. And, uh, yeah, so you need to, Juan, either check out the, the shows or if you like to read, read the book because you will love it. I'm going to read it. Yeah, I, you know, I read a book called Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between oh, the Vatican, dude, the CIA, I read and the it mafia. Too. Yes, it's amazing. Amazing, dude. Oh, one. It's amazing. Yes. yes, I just I did three episodes on that, dude. Great book. Yeah, on the uh, the uh, you know, what's Titanic. the name of your podcast? Uh, it's called Conspiracy or, or Just a Coincidence. Conspiracy or Just Coincidence? Yeah. And it is a coincidence. <laughs> it is a conspiracy. Yeah. Titanic, uh, had, 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 uh, you know, millionaires, uh, multimillionaires that were heading to New York and they were going to, they were heading there to. Uh oh. Wait. Oh. The Illuminati strike again. They have kicked. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Juan got kicked. 
Geez, I'm the only one. General, no, I can't hear you. I'm holding it down the fort on your podcast here. Everyone's dropping. I'm just going to start talking to myself. Yo, that Juan guy, if he's listening, he's a he's a cool Hello. dude. Here he is. I was just talking about you, Juan. There we are. I was just saying how you're a cool guy, dude. Oh, no, he left again. Oh, my. This is chaos. This is chaos. I'll hang out for a few more minutes and then I, I got love it. Ron or Juan, what's your, I know your bul- what, Bulbasaur? What's your Twitter? Pulpasoid. Pulpasoid, yeah. I'll send you his handle if you want. Oh, yeah. Send me his, his hand, dude, because I love readers. There's so few. Yeah, we got, uh, it's, it's funny because, uh, um, we got his first time back. Juan did a podcast was the other night. We got, I got him on the show. Me and Tex um, had him on. Uh, we had a we had a blast. Um, oh yeah. But it, it, I had a couple of technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, and then I said to him, "I said, Alan, would you fancy doing a roundtable?" And he's done a he's done spot on. That's awesome. He's done dude. spot on, but yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it, Jack? General, what time is it for you, dude? It's got to be like four in the morning. Just gone three o'clock. Oh my god, general madman, dude. General, you know, you know what I think we should do? I think we should, we should go on and say twenty-four hours, nonstop, and put it on Discord. <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and say, 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 we went. For 24 full hours, just so we could host this on Discord. Now we could do several yeah. things. We could say, "Hey, we apologize for what we put out," or we could say, "Fuck you, Discord," and we <laughs> use ladder. You know, <laughs> are, are you on the Discord uh, text? Uh, oh. What now? Are you on Discord? Have you got a Discord? No, no. No, all right. And yeah, we'll create more boots. We've all been booted off Discord, Jack. Same. I I got booted off a way long before you guys did. Oh, shit. Like, well, like been, a year and a half ago. Yeah, oh, I mean, man, I've had me, Instagram has been yeah. hacked. I've had it hacked, and then this week I, I've been blocked. What do you mean you got hacked? The account got hacked a couple of months ago on Instagram, no and, and then this week yeah. I've been blocked. My podcast has been hacked so many times; it's pathetic. I mean, I had my laptop, my equipment fried by hackers. They told me they were going to do it, and I didn't believe them. I told them, yeah. "Give me your best shot." They did, and I was like, "Holy hell!" Man, I had to work yeah. out something with them. You know, I had to tell them. There's a mutual respect here. Please don't do this anymore. Like God, they're for real, man. Do not. Hello, uh, hey Jack. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do a show. Subconscious realms. Or I'll come on yours. Or oh yeah. Oh, so I didn't. Your accent, dude. I was. I, of course, dude. Yeah, I would love to do a show. So you just let me know. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. What What's your availability like? Uh, Usually, so I think my my wife's off all week this week, 
So, uh, proud, or I could do it. She works, uh, I think for Thursday or Friday sat. So I could do it like tonight. I mean, maybe before you start this show or on Saturday evening. Well, okay. So, uh, yeah, just let me know, dude. I can, I'll, yeah, okay. I, sat, Saturday, I think is, would, if that, I don't, I don't do anything. I'm like an 80 year old man in a 30 year old body. So uh, how um, does next Saturday sound like with you? Yeah, that would be perfect, dude. Brilliant. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll work out a time. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of the time, mate. Even if it's like now, oh, I'm good. We can make, we're going to make it earlier, buddy. Don't worry. She leaves work at, she's a nurse. So seven right, okay. PS, but we can start like seven oh, Eastern. So I guess. Yeah. Not too, not as late for you. Yeah. Not time. I appreciate that, mate. But, uh, <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, yeah. But dude, th- I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. But this was I'm I'll, anytime I can come on, dude. I love that's I love talking to great people like you guys. Yes, well read person uh, like uh, Juan. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much for jumping on as well. Yeah, dude. Thank you, Jack. Hey, nice meeting you, Tex Juan. Juan, have have a or a general if you can send me his. Yeah, I'll I'll send it over, mate. Great. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll we'll and and tax if you have a Twitter and Instagram, I'll follow all of us. Yeah, I'll okay, send them all over, mate. All right, perfect, dude. Well, guys, it was nice, nice. meeting you. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Thanks again, Jack. Peace, Peace. Nice, nice to meet you. Mate. Nice to meet you, guys. Bye. 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 What time? What time is it? Where you are? What? Uh, let's see. It's it's early. It's nine. Yeah, it's nine. What time are you on sex? Nine. Right, mate, lads. Um, I don't text. You can you can continue this on if you want to carry on speaking with one, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna scarpa now. Well, um, well, it, it's a uh, it's it's been been almost like five hours, I think. It's like long. Yeah, it's been a killer, killer show tonight. Mate. We've had some top lads on. Oh, very interesting. Matter of fact, it's, yeah, yeah, it's been six hours. <laughs> six hours. Six hours. Whoa. Wow. Six hours. Six hours and fifty. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. It's been. It starts at ten o'clock, mate. So ten o'clock, eleven, twelve, one, two, three, six hours. Five. Like like five hours, I think. Yeah, but just over five hours, mate. Long show. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna call him that too, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tex, I love you, mate. Quality. You too, buddy. Yeah, uh, Juan. You've been brilliant yeah. tonight. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. Next time you come on, tell your wife she's irrelevant. <laughs> 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 Don't tell that one, joking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you've been brilliant, mate. Thank you. Your, your second show as well. Yeah. So enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it was good when it text. Mm-hmm. So lads, yeah. uh, I want to love you and leave you. Text. I will speak to you tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Okay, mate. Uh, I'll give you a message when I'm up on that. All right. Y'all take care. Good night. All right. Cheers, Tex. Thanks, mate.
Uh, Juan? Yeah. I will speak to you soon. Uh, Great. One minute, mate. Let me just... i tell you what, I've lost how many... Uh, I think it's what we've had tonight. You know, issues with sound, but that's normal. Yeah, it's my first anyway. time using Skype. Uh, well, my second time using Skype. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you think what I do, mate, is I use it on the phone. And if I've got to change rooms, like even Mrs. is going to bed, I'll just keep it on the phone and just go in another room downstairs. Just keep the doors locked. I have telly on dead low. I actually don't have any sound on telly at all because it picks it up dead, dead easy. Yeah, it's a new microphone, so it, it picks everything up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, uh, next week. Great. Get my messages up. One minute, mate, I'm not finished. One minute. Uh, uh, one of the days next week, I'm just waiting to confirm which date it'll be. But do you want to do you wanna do a show, another show? Yeah, I would love to. Uh, but it will be with me and Lux. Okay. So it's just me, you and Lux. What's that? Yeah. Is that okay? Perfect. Perfect. Right, okay. Sound base. Lovely. Because um, then we'll have no interference on the sound and it'll just feel so we can talk more and go deeper in on things, on specific subjects like the occult and magic. Yeah. Which um, Lux is, he was in the Golden Dawn for 10 years. Yeah, he's, so got, he's, like, he's got a lot of he, experience. He is, he's like a wizard, mate. Um, so, yeah, so I'll, I'll let you know when I get the dates off him, and then we'll sort it out, mate. But thanks again. Thank you, General. No problem. Have, a, have uh, a good night or a good morning. Yeah, do you want to, do you want to let anybody know where they get old, yeah? Oh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, as at Pulpazoid. P-O-P-A-Z-O-I-D. Pulpazoid. Sound, mate, sound. Sound, well, again, well, it's been uh, a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, too. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon, mate. Perfect. Bye. Cheers, pal. Bye. 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 Bye.